Hey, this is Will Ferrell, and you're listening to The Rick and Bubba. This has been an elaborate hoax. Six minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Thank you for being with us today. We do have uh, much to do. Your phone calls will certainly be part of it. Still to come on the program today. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy all in the mix. Eddie Van Adler here, too. Uh, 25 years of the Rick and Bubba show. Uh, join me in welcoming back for a brand new hour. There's Bill Bubba Bussy. Yeah, glad to be here, Rick, and thank all of you for being part of the Rick and Bubba family. There it is. There it is. Charity Charge. <laughs> it's time for the Charity Charge. Let them turn them loose. Buffalo Wild Wings, Charity Charge. Mr. Wings himself, Tim Spencer, uh, here with us with Buffalo Wild Wings. Tim, this, uh, this is this is when we get to have fun now. This is a lot of fun. It Isn't is. It? I'm, I'm sorry, Rick. I just, being on the radio with you guys is cool every week. I love you guys. But my favorite part is the amount of the money we get to put on this check. Well, we're going to gonna, every week. We're going to introduce you to yet another organization that uh, all of you have helped, and Tim, you and uh, your partners and your commitment to saying, you know, we've been given, um, you know, a business, we've been given a platform, and we certainly uh, are here to to make a profit for our employees and and our investors. But at the same time, we want to do as uh, as we all been called to do. Uh, by our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is to take what uh, what we've been afforded and then to uh, use it to advance His kingdom and to do the things He said to do and uh, and so this is uh, another opportunity today. If you're not familiar with this, uh, we do these charity charges with all the participating Buffalo Wild Wings, and uh, you go out and you enjoy their great food, and then ten percent of those food sales uh, go to whichever charity we pick for that month, uh, and uh, then today leads to the big uh, check presentation today. Uh, I want to introduce the audience to Taylor McCall, Miles McKee, and Emmanuel Augusta uh, from a great ministry called Common Thread. Uh, so, guys, so welcome to the show. Glad you're yeah, here, and let's get let's let's get that check out of the way first, and then well, we'll talk about what what we're going to do with it. Well, I'm hoping forty two hundred <laughs> bucks helps this uh, this charity here. Hey, hey, we'll, 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 take, we'll take four grand. Yeah, we'll take four grand. You know, it's just neat that. I get to come in here and I bring some food and I sit back in the back room and I get to meet a different group of people every month that are just doing amazing things that you don't hear of all the time. Right. So I'm glad we're getting to help these these type of charities. Well, I, I want I want everybody to know exactly what to you know when you say common thread. I got to tell you, it's comprehensive. Uh, and so we're going to hit on some of the high points. But that's good. That that's what we want because that's what makes a difference. Is when you when you're comprehensive and you're trying to address all the all yeah. the different things that need to be addressed. But met these guys five years ago, and for those of you that drink Buzzbox coffee, uh, you support Common Thread uh, every month. Uh, and so uh, and and so want to thank all of you that have been helping them. But you know what we do every month. I mean, it's important. But to be able to get one big chunk like this um, uh, for the programs that you guys need to support. So Taylor, let me let me give you a very difficult job. Right. Can you, in a nutshell, and then we'll talk about one of the specific <laughs> programs today, yeah. uh, that's really dear to our show and what we feel like God's called us to. In a nutshell, what is the story of Common Thread? Yeah. So even the name. Uh, first, thank you guys so much. It means a lot to know that there's local restaurants and people supporting what we're doing. But the name Common Thread was an idea, maybe an experiment for. Um, after 13 years in, in traditional ministry to, to shift uh, my mindset or our mindset as a community and, and to, instead of trying to get people to come to the church, to take the church and the kingdom of heaven is what we would call it, to 
the more marginalized areas of our city. So it's you, you see it in two parts, and that's when these guys will explain part of what they do. But one is uh, to instead of a visitation, more of an incarnation. And what I mean by that is we don't want to go and visit and say, hey, we want to bring hope and Jesus and mentoring and jobs and things like that here. We want to come and live here. And so uh, what we did is we moved to places where we felt like God wanted us to reach certain people. Uh, The second idea behind Common Thread is what I would call a missional incubator, meaning uh, a space where we, we try to recruit or uh, empower, raise up the, the missionaries in our city, and how can we help you accomplish your goal? So instead of trying to get you to accomplish our goal as an organization, the whole purpose of our organization, the whole pur- purpose of our people movement is to say, what is your dream? What is your uh, mission, your zeal, your passion, and how can we come alongside you through all kind of different elements of support, of coaching, of uh, uh, leadership development, whatever it may be, media to help you see that dream come to pass and to to raise up more and more and more ministry. So when we started seven years ago, it was just kind of an idea, and now we've we've started uh, quite a bit about sixty different initiatives that are run by people that are led into different spaces where we live in the market space. We have small businesses that provide jobs, that provide job training, job skills mentoring programs, justice work for uh, broken families, children without fathers, uh, single mothers who are in crisis, on and on, things that are in the hearts of people. All these things exist within the hearts of people, and a lot of times they just simply sit and say, I don't know how to do this. What do I do? What steps do I take? And uh, we wanted to create an avenue that, that bridged that gap from dream to reality, from, from uh uh, uh, a thought or a um, a concept into a, a tactical action. And yeah. Well, and, and I'll tell somebody to try to give you an idea because when I went there, and this was in the early stages mm-hmm. when you guys were just getting started, the thing that if you'll think about it, because what we'll say to a lot of times to people, and certainly this is an option, if you live in a part of a, of a community where poverty rules everything yep. and there's a certain hopelessness that yep. is there, we'll say, well, you got to get out of that situation. Well, well, then they say, well, how? That's right. And, and you, you can say, get out of that situation all you want to. How? Yes. What, 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 how, how do I do that? Yeah, and what you guys have done is to be the hands and feet of Jesus, to go into this area and say, well, I'll tell you one way we can do it. Make the area where you live a better place. Yeah. You know, yeah. So, so then and maybe you don't have to leave. You can actually make this place better as opposed to saying the only way for things to get better is you to get out of this place. And the one well, thing- that's easy said, but it's not easily done. That's right. The one thing I would say quickly is the reason the word incarnation is so valuable is because, uh, which all that means is to go and be. If you if you talk about the life of Jesus, he didn't visit us. He came and lived among us. So the incarnation is really important because now those streets become your streets. Those schools become your schools for your children. Those uh, city parks become your city parks. And so it's not about a mission anymore in regard to I want to help a people. It's about these are my people. This is my community, my neighborhood. We live here. So we're going to work together as a community. <clears throat> if my sister was a, was a single mother and had nowhere to go, then I, she's my responsibility. Right. And this woman next door to me, she's my sister is what the scripture says. 
And so I can't I can't turn a blind eye anymore because I live here now. And this is this is the work that that we're committed to. And it, it, it changes things significantly. It turns people from being projects into being image bearers, into being uh, brothers and sisters, into being aunts and uncles, mothers and fathers, and totally redefines the mission in the mind of the missionary. Yeah, and I want to come back because I want to touch on this other thing that we'll get to the other because when you go in, one of the things, there's so many things that need to be fixed, and you guys have started businesses. You know, if somebody says, well, there's no job opportunity here, well, let's create some. That's right. Okay, there's uh, hey, we don't. Your kid, our kids, when they're not in school, are running around all over the place. Well, they shouldn't be. You got to get them off the streets to where? Mm-hmm. Okay, now for the first time ever, we have summer camps and we have little league. Think about this. Think about living in a community where you say, "I wish my kid could participate in t-ball." Well, there is no t-ball, mm-hmm. so they created t-ball. They created little league. Uh, they they got coaches in there. They have summer programs. Uh, hey, there's a community center here. Well, nothing's ever done there. Well, now they went in. So, well, let's have some programs for your kids and have programs here. Hey, my house is in terrible is ill repair. Well, let's see if we can get some people to don- donate what you need. But you're going to be the one who's going to fix it, yeah. and we're going to help you fix it. Yeah. It's about getting people on their feet themselves mm-hmm. and and then and then this being a community that is completely changed in, in in every part of the community and so i want to come back and 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 since you kind of understand that one of the things we've talked about on the show and and it's been a passion is you also fix a lot of things if you can fix the men and uh, and there this is a this is a program how long is this program we're going to talk about next been going on i know you've, you've been sending me updates on and it's a beautiful program yeah four years four years to try to take the men of the community and, and work on them because if you can get men fixed, you fix a lot. And uh, so we're going to come back and I'll let you hear about that and then we'll tell you the next charity charge that is coming up. Uh, we put the information from Common Thread in show notes. In the break, we'll also give you, and, and it's just a fake check, but but then we'll give you the real check. But we'll get the picture made with that. $4,200 all of you have raised. And Tim, thank you for that. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Twenty-five years of the show, and it's things like this when it's all said and done uh, that will actually matter. And uh, teaming up with Tim Spencer with Buffalo Wild Wings, uh, another Buffalo Wild Wings charity charge today. A forty-two hundred dollar check goes to Common Thread. We're talking to Taylor McCall and about to talk to Miles McKee and Emmanuel Augusta, who are also part of this comprehensive. Ministry. If you want to find out more, go to commonthread.org. Uh, and we have that in show notes today at rickandbubba.com. And the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund, all of you who support that through the BuzzBox Coffee or your donations, you also uh, help them on a monthly basis, and uh, hopefully we can continue to do that. And uh, we, we've taken a peek inside uh, this very comprehensive ministry, uh, going to one of the poorest communities in where we live, our city of Birmingham, living there and trying to transform it with the hands and feet of Jesus. And one of the things you need uh, is job skills. Uh, so you keep saying, hey, get a job. Well, what, what if I don't have any job skills? And Emmanuel Augusta is here with us today. Tell us what you do uh, for Common Thread. Uh, yeah, so good morning. What I do in the, in the network is I'm a pastor. So that's my, my main focus. I live in the community of Titusville. And this summer we started a program called Trade Hands. And the, the emphasis is on discipleship and vocational skills training. And we we ran a program for eight weeks, six to eight weeks this summer. We um 
we had three guys in the program that was from the Titusville neighborhood. So our biggest mm-hmm. goal is to focus on those that live in the community. Right, yeah. So we can build them up, disciple them, and equip them with the proper skills that they need so they can ultimately cultivate the neighborhood that they live in. If we can give people the proper tools that they need to provide for themselves, then it's, it's a no-brainer that they would you know, give back to their community. Instead of taking from the community, yes. we want guys to give back to the environment. Well, and plus the fact you've taught them a job skill, but you've also given them Jesus. You know, it's one thing to have a guy with job skills, but he still hasn't got a spiritual life in order. Uh, that can have some impact, but boy, you get a spiritual life in order and give him job skills, now, now you're accomplishing something. Now you're talking about impact. Yeah, and, and to that point, uh, I have the guys in my home on Wednesday nights. Uh, we share a meal. We've been sharing a meal at 6 o'clock every Wednesday this summer. And it's just been a time to really open up my home, let them see who I am, uh, spend some time with my wife and kids, and and share, share, share a Bible with them. Um, I lead a Bible study with one of the one of the companies that I partner with for the program, um, Taproot Landscaping. So if y'all looking for some <laughs> some good landscaping out there in Birmingham, yeah. I'll let the guy Jacob Snugs at Taproot Landscaping. Yeah. Um, great guy. And on Friday mornings I I lead that I lead a Bible study in that. Yeah. That's one of my passions is teaching. Yeah. So yeah, giving giving guys the the spiritual aspect of life, I think is the most important. You know, it, it, it shapes who you are. It shapes yeah. your identity. Flows so, from there. Yeah. Miles McKee. So t- tell us the program you run in, during, for Common Thread. Yeah. So, I mean, it really started uh, for us uh, over half a decade ago, just realizing the need to have something structured through the hours of 3.30 to 5.30, uh, Mondays through Fridays. Typically, that was when kids were getting out of school, walking in the neighborhood, Uh, and very accessible to dangerous situations and just things that they don't need to be a part of. And so we saw the need uh, to create something with structure, stability. But more important than that, we wanted to create something uh, that created value and instilled dignity um, that pointed uh, each and every individual to who they are in Christ and the person of Jesus and who he's made them to be. And so the program is called ASAFO. And so it originates uh, from Ghana, and it means a tribe of warriors known to protect the city. And so if you think about a warrior and creating a culture with young warriors, Mm. uh, blazing a trail for Jesus, you think about someone who is steady, someone who works diligently, someone Mm. who is committed, someone who is strong uh, and leads courageously, uh, rejects passivity. Um, And more importantly, we wanted to see these young men be fathers. Uh, We wanted to see them be husbands. We wanted to see them uh, be tenants of their community uh, and be pillars for others to look upon, uh, to inspire, to motivate. And so for us, it's much bigger than just the after-school program, but it's about instilling uh, a culture, a culture of the kingdom of Jesus, a culture uh, where Jesus is Lord and King. Uh, and where these guys can have access to come into that and to build their lives upon a solid foundation. Uh, so, so much, you know, in regards to that, athletics is a, is a huge contributor to that. That's where it started for us, uh, like I said, nearly half a decade ago through coaching, through uh, mentorship, through creating relationships, and through those relationships over the past five years. Uh, we graduated 13 this spring. We graduated 21 this summer. Uh, and so it's, it's been a thriving program where guys are coming in, kind of catching grooves, uh, and really just having a family and a body to be able to walk with. 
Tim Spencer, how's it feel to know that that that, you're, <clears throat> you're, that you, your business is investing in this today? You know, it's just I don't hear people talk this way all the time. It's just yeah, yeah. it's it's just it's good. It's refreshing. It's just it awesome to see this kind of work being done, and and you know, it just opens my my own eyes yeah. every time I walk in here and see this stuff. It's it's great. Well, thank uh, y'all. Thanks, guys. Thank and y'all. Great thank job. You, and and that information's there in thank show you. notes. So the we got the next one is coming up, and and this is going to be another opportunity. And uh, this one will be involving again. Um, you know, you look at scripture and you see a pretty clear mandate, just as we just heard with common thread, that we are to take care of orphans. Uh, we are to take care uh, of those that uh, that need us. And of course, uh, Lifeline Children's Services. They do a tremendous job with adoption and orphan care and foster parenting and all of that. And so we love the folks at Lifeline Children's Services. They were on the show just here yep. recently. Yeah, Herb. And, and so they will benefit uh, for the next uh, Buffalo Wild Wings charity charge. That will be August the 12th. And, of course, we'll tell you. We'll, sure. keep, we'll keep you reminded. As we get closer. Sure. As we, Mon- Monday, come on in and eat some food. And like I said, we just – we. Cut a check for a percentage of the food sold. Yeah, so it, it makes a difference. Uh, Alabaster, Birmingham, Gardendale, Tuscaloosa, Hoover, Birmingham, Trustful, Pell City, all those locations, uh, 10% of those food sales on Monday will benefit Lifeline Children's Services. And the last one that we did, you were able to give us $4,200 that we're about to present to Common Thread in the break. We'll take those pictures, put it out there, and put their information. It's already there at show notes. So, Tim, just thank you. It's one thing to say you need to do something. It's another thing to actually do something. Yeah, thank you guys for giving no, me the opportunity. No, thank you, Tim. Thank yeah, you. I mean, we couldn't do it without your platform. Well, so, well, it, and, it's a win-win-win. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and you make Those it. are rare nowadays. Yeah, yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's, let's face it. I mean, giving sometimes, and when there is a call for it to be sacrificial, but sometimes you can just eat at Buffalo Wild Wings and help too. Yeah. Uh, so uh, it's not the most sacrificial you ever do. That's why I call it a win-win-win. <laughs> but it makes a difference. Hey, and uh, and keep um, keep all the folks at Common Thread. Uh, if you today heard about them for the first time, uh, put this in your prayer life and continue to pray for God to provide what is needed and transform these communities. We'll be back bottom of the hour, eight six six. We be big. More to come on the Rick and Bubba Show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 35 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba, thanks for being with us. Much to do on the program going forward. LifeLock.com. You know, it's always good to have somebody give you a warning. Hey, heads up. Bridge is out ahead. That's a big heads up. Shark in the water, that's a big one. Uh, but sadly, when it comes to cyber threats, you don't, you can't see them without somebody helping you. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection includes Norton Security for more protection. Uh, they use their proprietary technology to help detect threats to your identity, like your personal information. Uh, you hope not, but it might be for sale on the dark web. Norton Security protects the devices from that ransomware and emerging viruses and all that stuff. Uh, so if you if you would just like to be you know kind of where we are, we love the technology. We use the technology. We see that there's good that comes with the technology, uh, but with that can 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 be issues. So just get protected. Be under the best protection available uh, by going calling one eight hundred LifeLock or going to LifeLock.com. You'll save ten percent if you'll mention the promo code Bubba or enter it. You can also find them at RickandBubba.com under the sponsors. But you know LifeLock saved me twice, Rick. I know. I know. Save me twice. I know. And I'm, just because you haven't been hit yet does not no. mean you're immune to it. Thank you, Bubba. True. What was the latest uh, breach 
How many was it? A hundred million. Hundred million. That information is out there, and there's honestly, it just takes the bad guys time to work through it. Mm-hmm. So if they haven't got you, they will. Just you just got to be ready uh, when that attack comes. You got to know you're protected. Shark in the water. Yep. What are you gonna do? Uh, don't, don't wait till there's a fire to right. get a fire plan. So we we just talked about um, you know one extreme. Now we head to the other, and this is a little segment we call first world problems. You know, I think we ought to have more of these. You're right. Yeah. And I, because yeah. And, and, and let me tell you why this this is funny to me. Mm-hmm. I told you we've been watching this series about uh, this English family called Poldark. Mm-hmm. Poldark. Mm-hmm. And it, it's about a family between the Revolutionary War and the War of 1812 in England. And you see how, you know, you kind of see where some of the things we do today come from. Mm-hmm. And you see why we've changed some things. Mm-hmm. Sure, <laughs> sure. But, you know, one of the things I kind of miss is how polite they were to, to each other. I yeah. mean, they had a they had a real system for... You know, you didn't drop in; you called on somebody, right? <laughs> and everybody was so polite. A lot of you know, sure, sure. And it didn't it didn't fare well for them in warfare. No, it did uh, not. But did. you know, in, in society, it and while they had two classes of people, obviously, um, I do kind of miss the fact that they were so polite to each other. And you know, only some of these problems that you would see in what we call the first world. Uh, would come from this kind of thing, and we're going to look at one of those today. <laughs> so we had, you know, it's impacting the show. Yeah, yeah. It, it's it, it, impacting. It, 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 now, what we're about to present to you is what we would call a first world problem. Yes, yeah. yes. That and, means there's a lot of people in the world won't even ever get close to this yeah. problem. And based on the conversation, it, could, we, it couldn't even happen to. Them. And based on the conversation we just had in our city, it would also be called an over the mountain problem. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so you can you can apply that to your community however you want to. There's first world, then there's the wealthy of the first world. <laughs> and, uh, and and of course, in our country, you know, uh, most everyone listening to us right now is wealthy compared to the rest of the world. But mm-hmm. but anyway, so uh, that's why it's called a first world problem. So yes. so so tell us this 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 situation <laughs> that has gripped your community. So I started getting texts. I guess it was yesterday, and then I started getting them from my wife this morning because school's about to begin. And Madeline goes to a school right within a mile from us, right here by the studio. Mm-hmm. And it butts up to a country club here in town. And they have a real nice playground at the school. But tomorrow, Madeline will not be able to utilize that playground to its fullest extent due to the country club has evidently moved to green or something. They redid their golf course, uh, I guess, last year, two years ago, whatever. But they've, they've moved something, and I think it was a green. I don't think it was a tee box, but they moved something closer to the playground and now wayward golf balls are flying into the playground Uh so evidently the country club and the school system has had a summer to resolve the issue and they have not therefore tomorrow the kids will not be able to utilize some of the playground and it's a it's funny but it's funny to hear people talk about this because i'm i'm sitting there thinking Man, we're just glad to be in the school system, right? right, right. You know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I right. this is re- I think some of this is silly. I, they've said they're going to work it out, but now I'm starting to see news uh, yeah, now, articles about this. this. ABC thirty three forty just has, on TV has done something about this. It was just on the TV. Yes, yeah. parents yeah. are irate about it, <laughs> um, and and I just I'm just kind of sitting back along for the ride. Now I, I will have to say this: are You one um, of the ones hitting the ball. 
No, 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 no. I, I'm not allowed out there. Oh, um, oh. But, uh, but it's it's <laughs> oh. one of those things I got to think about. Why is Maddie crying? Mm. <laughs> you know, because she just got gunked on. She just got golfed on. Yeah, she. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, flying golf balls can be a problem. I mean, sadly, we've had people killed. Well, from that. Yeah. They even referenced this in the ABC 3340. We had a story a week or two ago where we wouldn't discuss because it was so awful. Uh, oh yeah, a guy a guy actually hit his own daughter I with a know. golf ball, and killed her, oh, and uh, just heartbreaking story. And so, look, yes, there has has anyone been hit? I don't think so. Now, someone's claiming that somebody did get hit at one point in this situation. Um, hmm. But I think the biggest stink is, hey, we have all this money with mm-hmm. the school system and with this country club, and y'all can't just put a net up. Right. Y'all have had all summer. I think that's kind of the beef with parents. Yeah. Well, now, I'm gonna be honest with you. I couldn't care less either way. Right. Maybe I should. Maybe I should be more involved with this. What about? I'm put, just thankful they allow us to be in this school system. What about putting um, the kids in helmets? Yeah, play, that, play, that would work. There yeah. you go. Well, that would work. Well, because this. But this is a first world problem. There's nothing that breaks your heart more than Kip's golf golf game getting in the way of Tiffany's playground. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny because you're all what over a that shel- What Kip. about a shelter over the playground? Keep the sun off. There you and go. And the golf balls. Yeah. Away. We must find a way for young Tiffany to play, <laughs> but uh, we don't want it to interfere with my golf game. Good gracious! It, it just, Good gracious, Kip! And, and I'm not I'm not tied in. What to, will we to, do about the playground? Uh, to either side of this, but it just mm-hmm. seems like when you were you know making these changes that that might have been brought up. I looked absolutely. at it. Thought, yeah. You think so? You know, ounce of <laughs> prevention. <laughs> Versus a pound of cure. I like the way it plays on the green now. <laughs> they better not hit my daughter. <laughs> well, and that's another thing. You gonna somebody's gonna get sued at some point if yeah. it was to happen. It, well, all right, it, cut, I don't understand why we can't just put a net up. Thank you. I was, I, I don't, I was I just about I to get say that. It's some, not our problem. A lot of times, I think you've got a little bit of that too. Yeah. I think some of them are saying, "Hey, I think." And I again, I don't know. I can only tell you what I've read in the article. And you read the article, and it acts like they're both just, "Hey, we're working through this." And get, but the point is, you've had all summer to do it. I think there's a little bit of, hey, it's not my issue, and it's not my issue. I'm not dealing with it. It's your issue. I think there's a little point, finger pointing going on. Well, I don't want the net to be an eyesore. Yeah. <laughs> so I think there's a little yeah, bit of that. at the golf course. <laughs> I might be able to see that from the country club. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, and uh, – I'm pulling my membership. <laughs> <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> but but I, I guess – it just seems to me you need to be playing tennis. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. but, but but I don't know why Bubba won't play pickle. <laughs> but 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 but, I, but the I, game's but, perfect for him. The game. Uh, Not a lot of movement. <laughs> but but here's, here's here's what I don't get. No kids hurt. <laughs> yeah. Here, here's and, little Bernie Sanders, in and you know, you know, just a little fuzzy ball. <laughs> you know how things, you know. I can't tell you the number of times we've got I, to be free of flying <laughs> golf balls. Right. Uh oh, I can't tell you the number of times that I've walked into something that somebody was like just telling me just no end in sight, and I walked in and realized it's a very simple solution. It, and, I, and in I, this case, it just seems pretty simple. Why don't we keep the golf balls from going on the playground and everybody play golf and everybody go on the playground? Yeah, mm-hmm. can't we? That doesn't seem that and difficult it, to me. I know. I know. Mm-hmm. Isn't there a way to keep golf balls from flying onto the playground? Yeah. Well, I mean, you have situations where people just put up a net. Um, it, that that seems – and, it, and isn't, that what, isn't that what driving ranges do? They do. They do. Matter of fact, where we play a lot of golf, there's a, there's a similar thing going on where 
the driving range is close to the tennis courts, <laughs> and they've taken the, the, a little bit of the net away, mm-hmm. and that little bit of the net they removed, it, it's a big deal because now you see golf balls on the tennis well, courts. Well, I don't want to have to see this net when I'm at the 19th hole. <laughs> no, hey, on, on, that, pa- on that particular course, Hems, the driving range aims at the tennis courts. I know. That's You're the right. only thing yeah. stopping right. it. I'm the yeah. net girl. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I tell you this, Maddie's probably going to be upset tomorrow. She don't get to go outside. But, but it is know. a first world over the mountain problem. It is that, oh, yeah. that schools playground and the country club are having a battle. And some of these comments that are being made. Mm-hmm. First of all, people don't read articles. They don't read no, the stuff. That, they no, don't read the entire not. thing. No. And so I want to give the school system and the country club the benefit of the doubt that they are actually working together mm-hmm. to to resolve the issue. And if our kids don't get to go outside next week. Who cares? It's 95 degrees and 100% humidity anyway. Right. So who really cares? I love daylight. Hmm. He must be in favor of the country club. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's working on that golf membership. No, my, no. My daughter, <laughs> I'm going to choose which one to offend. I'm not going to go with the country club. <laughs> my daughter does not Twice. sweat. <laughs> my daughter does what? <laughs> sweat. <laughs> All right, we'll be Why back. Asthmatic crime. Because you just got golfed on. We'll be back. 15 minutes to the top of the hour. More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. You can reach us. We'll take your phone calls and go phone trolling next at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Any topic you want to talk about right after this. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Ten minutes to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. Lines are available. Diamond Dale taking phone calls right now, earning her degree in common sense uh, from Rick and Bubba University. So if you want to be on the program, now's the time to do it. Make a comment, ask a question, bring some information to the table. Uh, not designed for meaningless shout-outs or shameless plugs. Those will get the instant buzzer. Uh, but if you uh, want to bring up a topic, ask a question, make a comment, now's the time to do it. And we have so many lines here at the Broadcast Plaza and Teleport. It's easy to get in, and since we're trolling, we'll also move the line in front of you quickly uh, so you'll make your way here and get your shot. Uh, so now's the time to move on that. Don't forget Wednesday Bible Study happening today. Uh, that'll happen at noon live on the YouTube channel. It'll be archived soon after. On the YouTube channel, it'll be on our podcast channel, and there'll be links on all social media platforms. Let's start with Dustin in Birmingham, Alabama, listening to 1047 WZZK. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones a trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone, phone trolling. Hello, Dustin. Welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Rick, I think they got my name wrong. It should have been Dustin. Dustin <laughs> Hal the Third. <laughs> Lovey and I have been discussing the problem. We'd like to solve the problem of the playground. Okay. We will simply purchase the playground. Helmsy, would you be a dear boy and find out the price? <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, 866-WE-BE-BIG. Plenty of lines available right now if you want to get in. We go to Kansas where Cameron is standing by. Cameron, go ahead. 30 seconds. Yeah, I like to start saying green acres and monkey grass. What's on your mind today, Cameron? Well, I was sitting here thinking I'm a truck driver. I haul livestock for a living, and I hear things all the time. Do you think our government or maybe a group – is influencing these people on these mass shootings to kind of get power of gun control to have something for it to lean on because, 
you know, for social media, finding people that might not be mentally stable and they're targeting them to influence them, kind of like Charles Manson did in the cults and stuff like that. Eh, eh, I usually don't buy into those, no. That somehow this is a government conspiracy to uh, remove guns. I, I know some people have gone through some of that stuff back at, um, um, what was the name of the school? Sandy Hook. Sandy Hook yeah, and all that. I've just found those to be a little outlandish. That's a little out there. I, I think, sadly, we have enough evil people that yeah. do evil things that you don't really need to, to make them up. And yeah, now when a tragedy happens, uh, do people try to yeah. advance their agenda oh, based on it? Absolutely. I mean, you know, we knew that. Rahm Emanuel even talked about that. No doubt. I mean, he was very open about it. You never let a tragedy go to waste. Yeah. Let's go to Tim in Pell City, 104.7 WZZK. Tim, go ahead, 30 seconds. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. I, uh, I go way, way back. I uh, fell in the good time gang the other day. I used to be one of your package guys when Ursula was up front. Oh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, you better have your but, act uh, together he, when you come in there with Miss Ursula. She's straight right. oh, oh, She's my girl. She's my girl. Hey, I was on uh, – the thing with El Paso not wanting Trump come there today, I can promise and guarantee the narratives would spin around if Trump didn't go oh, yeah. and say, look, see, we told you, he don't like them. No, no you're right. Yeah. He, he, he's going and he needs to go uh, regardless of what people will say. Yeah, he's uh, president yeah. of the United States. I mean, he's the he's the head of state. He's the, the mascot, if you will, for the country, no matter if you like him or not. And uh, – I think uh, he needs to address things like this and, you know, move above what may be some local political lean on it. Yeah, but it's a no-win. If he doesn't go, then he's he's, oh, yeah. Yeah, he's attacked yeah. for not going. Yeah, uh, Jerry in Alabama. Jerry, go ahead. 30 seconds. How about it? Morning, fellas. How you doing? Doing, doing great. Doing great. Hey, listen, uh, Helms, you say you were going to Rome this weekend? I am. Look, you need to try to work it out where you can go through Cave Spring on your way home. It's not that far out of the way. Uh, check out Lindy Marie's Steakhouse. Man, you talk about some good food. You can pull them up on Facebook. It's a beautiful, beautiful area through there. Just marked it down. Mm-hmm. That's where you said you used to. Thank you, sir. Rick, you used, used to say yep. you were going to retire in Cave Springs. You remember that? Where? where? Cave Springs, Georgia. Oh, yeah. I yeah. forgot about yeah. that. That was at one time that's where I was going to live. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't know. It's a, yeah. I love that place. I love it. Uh, let's go to Mike in Birmingham, 1047 WZZK. Mike, go ahead. Hey, quick, uh, quick observation for you guys. I, I'm, I would be more than happy to be a gun control proponent. Let's outlaw the purchase of any gun in the future as long as we also outlaw abortion in the future. Yeah. I mean, if we can stop all the killing by just outlawing something, can we just do both of those things and fix the world? Yeah, I see your point. Uh, eight six six, well, we be big. It, it, it sounds good, but again, when you you give up your right to defend yourself and def- and and defend yourself against an overbearing government by giving up your your arms. They could go back and change the other, and you wouldn't have any choice in it. Chris in Alabama. Chris, go ahead. Thirty seconds. How are you doing, Chris? Yes. Uh, Tony. Uh, Tony out of Houston. Go ahead, Tony. Yeah, I noticed y'all left Captain uh, Pleasant Valley uh, rude Tourette's there out of the conversation about the playground. I want to know what his solution would be. Just mm-hmm. send him out there and wish him the best of luck or what? Yeah, <laughs> just either put a helmet on him or, or, like I said, tell him to pay attention. Scream heads up every time one comes in there. Or here's a crazy idea. Whatever hole that's on, you can only play that one a certain time of the day. What about that? Run that up a pole. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you got to skip that I, one. I don't know if that one would work that's with a golf round. But, uh, <laughs> well, I know. Point. I'd hate to disturb you know that. 
like you said, that wow. golf game. I mean, it, I know like, they're playing for some great championship, too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, play the other hole twice and then move on. Well, it's a big deal. It, it seems like the net. Isn't the net there the solution? Go. I mean, I, I can't get past nobody the Nobody wants to look. Well, Rick, don't nobody want to look at no ugly old net? When we, when we made the change. I mean, that that's probably where this should have been. Maybe, maybe you went, hey, the guys, first you know, thing in the we're meeting. getting a little close yeah. to them. You know, that old saying, ounce of prevention. You know, yeah. that, it really it really is a good sign. Well, and again, I, I'm giving both parties benefit of the yeah, doubt on yeah. this because Don't they have this, the school system has went through a major restructuring, and they're opening new schools and taking over buildings and moving buildings and moving kids. They've had a lot on their plate. So I give them a pass on that. And and as far as the redesign on the golf course, I'm not privy to any of that, so I don't know. But I, I take what I read. They're working together to resolve it, and hopefully they'll have it resolved well, soon. Why don't we get a member from each together? We do rock, paper, scissors. Loser has to move their stuff. That's well, yeah. if, I, will, I will say this. If, it's, if it is as simple as a net, okay, and they're waiting for some reason to do, to do that, there's so much money around this area, it's ridiculous that a net's not up yet. That, well, that, now that does bother and, me. And if, I've that's seen, the, uh, if that's the end end result yeah. here, I, I've seen several playgrounds now that have some type of uh, cover over them anyway, just you know to keep the direct sunlight yeah. off in the middle of the day. So you know that would also help. Yeah. To uh, Cole in Tuscaloosa, Cole, welcome to the program. Thirty seconds. Go ahead. Mac, 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 mac. Hello, fellas. Uh, I was calling. Uh, did uh, Frenchie ever get any holiday sausage balls? He did not. He ref- he refused to eat them. And in all fairness, what? And well, in all fairness to him, <laughs> mm-hmm. the day that they arrived, he wasn't here, and we hit them so hard there were only a couple left the next day when he actually got here. And and I tried to keep them in the refrigerator, and then I brought them back out. And I think the fact that they were old. In his mind, <laughs> that they had, he didn't know where they came from. We and probably he, left him sitting there. And he, he, yeah, he didn't. But I did get a, a nice letter from him. He said, Hey, Sherry and Rick, I want to thank you for hosting me in your house. I could discover the American way of life in the American culture. I have also learned a lot about the radio. I bet he got that learnt from us. Yeah. I want to thank Greg, Bubba, Hamsey, Speedy, Hadler, Broody, and Brooks, too. Uh, All right. I had a lot of fun with you guys, and I look forward to seeing Rick you in France. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Two conservative, heterosexual, gun-toting, football-loving, evangelical Christian white men. In other words, the two most dangerous men in America. Rick. Six minutes now past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. From the broadcast plaza and teleport, 25 years of the Rick and Bubba Show. Speedy and the gang, all here. Don't forget the YouTube option. Adler's got that for you as well. Diamond Dells at Rick and Bubba University, earning her degree in common sense. Welcome back, Bill Bubba Bussy, for a Rick, brand new hour. Glad to be Hello, here. Bubba. Thank you very much. Hey, buddy. Hey, man. Hey. Welcome, everybody, here for the Rick and Bubba Super Summer Slam. Starts tomorrow. Uh, I'm glad you're all here. You can get details at rickandbubba.com under events. And uh, Bubba will not be there because he's going to be playing in the pickle tournament. But sadly... <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Look for a lot of pickle comments uh, from me, by yeah, the way. Sure. That's two in one sure. show. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the plot of you and the pickle people uh, uh, is, is slaying me. Oh, I know. Yeah, but anyway, so so that's going on. And then uh, Friday night, I'm headed over to First Baptist Church, Opelika, Make a Difference Men's Conference. Uh, A lot of folks coming from all over. And uh, if you need to get a ticket for that, I would move briskly. It's a big room, so I think we can get everybody in, but you certainly need to make a move on that. And we look forward to seeing you this weekend. You know, Rick, uh, we'll probably swing by there maybe Thursday uh, afternoon, Thursday night, when that's all uh, kicking off at the Super Summer Slam. But uh, the main reason I'm not going to be there this weekend is we're celebrating our 30th anniversary. I know. I thought it was odd that you're, take, that? That you're taking Betty to a pickle turn. <laughs> <laughs> 30 that years. Wow. Is it 30? 30 years. 30. Three wow. decades. That's great, man. Awesome. Um, you guys bless have, her. I hope you'll have a great, great weekend. We do pray for Betty. A lot of us do. Well, you, and, and rightly so. I had a good one just then, and I want you to know that I've showed growth. <laughs> out of um, well, there'll be time to discuss that later. <laughs> right. Um, Everybody meet me in the kitchen. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Uh, so so this uh, a little bit of a scare here in this story. Well, Rick, a sophomore football player at Dale County High School near Dothan, Alabama, in the town of Midland City, collapsed Monday morning at a football practice and was apparently saved with the use of an automated external defibrillator. Now, we've talked about AEDs on here. You may remember I was uh, clutching one. Before my uh, stint operation, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I do. And uh, I noticed that there's heart attack stories now that you move them right to the top of the stack. Well, no, uh, I, I just think this. Right. I think this is a good technology that, time and time again, we're seeing that mm-hmm. people's lives are being saved yeah, with no these doubt. things. Yeah. So we need to be aware of them, and there's a lot of people out there that need to need to get one of these things. Uh, we have one here in the office. Now, I don't know that anybody knows how to use it. I was going to say, Bubba, always, this is when I tell he's yeah. a little concerned, oh, yeah. is he'll always look at us mm-hmm. individually mm-hmm. and say, hey, you know how you work that back there, don't you? <laughs> well, and, you know and, what we don't. And, and I would say, mm-hmm. I, we had this conversation. He asked me, he said, you know how to work it, don't you? I said, I, to be honest, I don't. He goes, well, it walks you through what you need to do. Yeah. I said, okay, well, I'm a good – I can – I'm coaching. I know we've got to yeah. shave his If he can coach me through we it, I'm good. And, and he told me, too, it comes with a razor. Yeah. So you can yeah. shave some oh, yeah. You're going to have to go to the snow-covered forest and make some room. Uh, yeah. Yes, you <laughs> got to cut through the gray forest to get there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Get you a good shock on that. <laughs> now, the, the, the uh, high school – seconds don't make the difference. <laughs> the, the high school athletic so association – You're going to have to bush hog that. <laughs> Somebody get a weed eater. We need a weed eater back there. Somebody hook up the bush hog <laughs> Hold still, Bubba. PTO engaged. Let's go. Lay between the tires. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, that's good. <laughs> the, the High School Athletic Association requires schools to develop emergency plans yep. for how to handle many sim, uh, situations like this. It appears that the plan worked at Dale County, where one coach went and called 911, the other one went and got the AED. The AED was used to shock Jackson, who was in cardiac arrest, Uh and it likely saved his life. Praise the Lord. He has since been transported to UAB in Birmingham. And, uh, and Rick, you know, we we talk about the weather and the heat and all this. Dale County uh, apparently began practice at 7 a.m. on Monday, uh, and he collapsed less than 10 minutes into the workout. And you would think it would still be... You know, fairly mild that time of the morning. Well, temperature he, he's wise. definitely got a heart issue. Right, probably there was did, something they probably else didn't know there, about. Maybe. Yeah, right. yeah. I've seen a lot of these schools go to the uh, the um, the early morning uh, practices prior to school oh, yeah. starting, just to stay out of the heat in the afternoon. It works for a lot of them. I mean, but so now it's an early 
it's an early rise because a lot of them start about five thirty a.m. Well, yeah. Well, but, in but, this but case, in this case, up. you've got a heart issue. Yeah, it wouldn't matter. We just practice. hitting. Well, yeah. and and you know, it will get to headlines because it's football practice. But we don't know if this young man would have had the same problem if he just walked the hall. You don't. Right. You don't know. Or maybe the football had uh, had helped to expose that. But anyway. He apparently was saved with the AED, and uh, I think it's just another good reminder that at home and at work, people need to have those and have them by because story after story after story where people are saved by these. Yeah, yeah, and 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 two, like you said, the emergency plan where everybody knew their job and what they needed to do. Yeah, and they worked it right. And so, and I job. told Hams the good news, like the one we've got. It tells you what to do. <clears> you <throat> open it up, and it starts telling you what to do. Yeah. I know you've you've shown me that before. We ought to have a test run live on the air one day. Oh boy, yeah, why don't we? That'd be fun. We could maybe Adler. Will you let us shock you? And and the paramedics and first responders all do a great job. But those those first you know minutes make a big difference. Would you rather us be well trained with that or how to handle a snake bite? Ooh, because I know these are two concerns. And properly remove a tick. Uh, I would say yeah. I would say that you had a tick scare. I the did. AED first. Boy, did you ever the AED? Because that's we're we're all more apt to have that than than mm-hmm. snake bite because mm-hmm. we take precautions for that. Hey, already. and by the way, I, I can't is, put on boots and avoid a heart attack. Watch True Grit for the first time in my life. The 2010 one with Bridges and Brolin and all that, oh, yeah. and they had a snake bite at the yeah, end of did. it, and they did the crosses and the sucking it out like you well, were talking they about did yesterday. That in that's the old Western school. days. That's old school. Yeah, but the, we were just talking about that yesterday, and I thought, ah, yeah, how's that work? But I will and say that doing it. Watching you, you, def- you definitely, when it comes to that <laughs> that snake boot analogy, when it comes to your heart health, you do not wear snake boots. No, I don't. <laughs> no, I don't. For real. I'm kind of, hey, Rick, I'm kind of holding something for y'all that this <laughs> would be funny. the perfect opportunity to bring it up, right. I just don't know if I should do it or not. Right. The uh, go go ahead, Ann. Well, we, we're going to start hitting hen- we're going to start hitting tennis balls together. Who is Bub and I? No way. We're going to try to get back into it, and so he's got a pickle tournament. <laughs> Rick, people can start believing that, and he's going to get in trouble. No, and, I, look, I can see he's starting to be open, more open minded about pickle. No, I, mm-hmm. I, I probably would enjoy. I enjoy when we play the little uh, eight mm-hmm. and under out mm-hmm. here with the Nerf ball and all that was fun. Just too much. That's pickleball, kind of. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. So I told him, "Look, I'm really available any day. Any day you want to go, we'll go." And so he had said, "Hey, Wednesday or Thursday or both." And I said, "I'm good any of those." So this morning I come in, I said, "Hey, are we still good for today or tomorrow?" And he said, "Let's go tomorrow." And I said, "Okay, that sounds good. I'll be ready. We'll go. We'll go right after the show, whatever." But he couldn't help himself. This is what he said: "Yeah, tomorrow will be better." And he said, "As soon as we get done, we can go eat lunch. We'll boo." Yeah, well. So his mindset is he's working, is, he's working the meal in <laughs> with with the ten- it wasn't about the tennis; it was about the meal. Well, yeah. well, I mean, everything builds off a foundation. Yeah. <laughs> well, that, that was kind of a get together meeting thing, right? Know? Yeah, so it's, yeah. it's good to do that over lunch. Just salad. happened to be involved. <laughs> right. a bowl of salad. Yeah, certainly. But that goes back nice to the snake boot. Yeah. <laughs> snake boot. That, that we're not thinking like that. Well, yeah. It, well, you got to eat. Yeah. I, I, yeah. yeah that I gun. Mean. And I know you're going somewhere healthy. I'm sure. I probably will. Yeah, right. You got to eat. You got to eat. Hello, Hummus. Wait, you remember what I said? We talked about there's so many things Bubba's safe about. When it comes to heart health, he's a daredevil. Yes, he is. Oh, Rick. You're talking about evil can eat. <laughs> Rick, Snake River Canyon. <laughs> he's a Walenda. <laughs> 
15 minutes past the hour. <laughs> the Rick and Bubba Show. More of the Rick and Bubba Show coming up. Check our website too, rickandbubba.com. Shop the Rick and Bubba store. Have you been there recently? Some cool new items are available. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Twenty-one minutes now past the hour. Toby Mac brings us back. Eight six six. We be bigs. Our number. Your phone calls uh, coming in. Lines are available. Linda is out of Eufaula, Alabama, and she's been waiting patiently. Linda, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today? Good, thank you. I was just calling to make a comment. I uh, heard your show yesterday about Tom Brady mm-hmm. and his and his age. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to give a shout out to my son who's gone back through basic training for the second time. Ooh, really? uh, he was in the military in the Air Force for 15 years and due to the Obama cuts uh, was forced out and uh, just has now gone back in to the National Guard at 41 and gone back through the full basic training. Oh, he graduates Lord. next Wednesday. Mm. Linda, let me oh, ask wow. you, did he have to do the basic training again? I thought all you had to do, was, do that was once. No. he had. They've made new rules, and, and they've actually extended the time, and he had to go back through the full thing. Wow. Mm. Good night. How about that? Dedication. He's, he's actually going uh, to the chaplain program, so once he gets graduated next Wednesday, he'll go through uh, AIT um in South Carolina, and then his station, uh, monthly station, will be in Haleyville, Alabama, so not too far from y'all. Well, how about that? Congratulations. Yeah. And, uh, that's awesome. Yeah, that, uh, once again, you go back and do it at 41. Oh, I know. Hey, now. Hey, that's a whole different deal. Gosh. Woo. I thought I was doing something because I could do a burpee at 54. I know. Right? <laughs> Look at That's nothing now. And, of course, I don't add the jump, though. I don't either. Basically, I never I, basically I'm just in. getting off the floor. Rick, I give it to you. I'm just getting off the floor and standing up. Yeah, do you give it to us? Yeah. Uh, well, every time I, they make me get on the floor and get back up, I say, that's one. They say, what are you doing? I say, I'm counting as a burpee. <laughs> uh, Rick, at least you can get up without help. Yeah. Well, I, I couldn't when I first started. Uh, lines I need one of them necklaces. <laughs> help me. We have uh, lines available at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Jason in Alabama. Jason, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Hey, good morning, gentlemen. Um, I, I was I was calling because earlier I heard somebody talk about Trump going to El Paso, and what I would say is he he should go as the president. But I honestly don't think there's anything wrong with pointing out the fact that he's going to an area of the country with filled with people that he's called murderers, rapists, and invaders. And if you're going to do that and then say you're going to console those people. It's kind of hard to understand how you console an invader or at least a community with invaders in it. Um, and the political spin aside, if Trump didn't create the situation, this has been going on since forever. Yep. But but there's no problem so bad that you can't make it worse. And and I think it's, it's hard to see how he's going to reconcile this because I'll, I'll guarantee you two weeks from now, maybe a week and a half from now, he'll be right back calling people invaders rapists murderers are taking american jobs and that does not help the situation it may not create it but it definitely does not help so i think i don't think there's anything wrong with pointing that out well uh, jason let me let, and let me ask you something do you think yep. donald trump called everyone that comes from mexico a rapist an invader and whatever else you said 
he what he I'll tell you exactly what he said. He said that when they come, they're, they're murderers and rapists, and maybe some of them are good people. That's what he said. He said he said not all of them are are good people. He said you know when when you don't vet people out at the border, you get everything. They're not just sending us the best of the best. They're also sending rapists, murderers. And some bad hombres, and that's just a that's just a fact. That's not a racist comment. No, I, no, no there, I didn't say it was racist. I didn't say it was racist at all. What I'm saying is, when you, my point is, words matter, and and as a normal citizen, your words matter. And you guys profess your Christian faith yes. a lot, which there's nothing wrong with that, and you should. Mm-hmm. But but within that faith, the 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 Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. No question. And so when you say something. It matters. And as a president, as a priest, as people in, in, in levels of, or pastor, your words matter more than others. You can say that's fair, you can say it's not fair, but they do. And so when you do that, you have to understand people hear you. And I, just like yeah, earlier, you were, you were talking about the conspiracy theory mm-hmm. with the whole Sandy Hook thing. Well, when that happened, a, a part of that came out from Alex Jones. Alex Jones also said, hey, Hillary Clinton's running a child sex ring out of a pizza parlor. Some guy heard that and took a, a gun to the pizza parlor to free the kids. And you're like, that's the dumbest thing ever. But people believe that. Well, I would agree. Of what you say. No, I agree. And Everything so you have you, to be careful. Yeah, oh, I agree. But so I, here's what I want to get. And I think you're the kind of man that I hope gives me the right answer. Would you agree mm-hmm. that that same standard is, was held to President Obama and Eric Holder when they went into Baltimore and, and basically started riots by claiming they knew how it felt to be mistreated by the police, instead of saying, let's try to figure out what happened first, everybody calm down. And we found out that, that uh, you know, he didn't have his hands up. He tried to take the gun from the policeman. And, but the president and Eric Holder started unnecessary violence. Do you hold them to the same standard? Yes. Okay. Well, then that's I, fair. I think, I, think, I think a lot of people jump to conclusions, specifically where that's concerned, without knowing fact. But I think that's also a product of the media, and we have to do a better job of making sure that the media that we listen to is not pushing us in, in, in a certain direction, we have to find out the information as best we can for ourselves. And, and, and if Jason, you're going to be wrong, be wrong for you, not someone else. Jason, do you agree or disagree that our country has to have borders and we have to have control of who comes in and and uh, and be able to vet that process? Yes, I think you should, but I think you're you're you should have the same energy to stop the people from coming as you do. For the employers that hired them, and 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 knowingly hired them, not not like oh I didn't know, but no, these they're hired. When you consider our agriculture industry has roughly twenty five percent, well really it's about it's over fifty percent of the 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 immig- of the workforce, agriculture workforce is immigrants. Twenty five percent is illegal immigrants. So you can't tell me that they don't know that because when you go to a hotel and Consuela makes your bed, you don't say, well, is she illegal or not? Or when you go and you are, are popping an apple in your mouth, it's picked by a Hispanic person more than likely. So it's like you have to have that same energy. If you want to address the problem, you can't just say, well, it's the Mexicans' fault. You got to, they don't, when they come across the border, they don't throw a gun on these employers. The employers welcome them. So if you're going to address it, at least be well, handed about it. Jason, let me ask you this. Have you ever run a small business? Yes. Have you had to fill out paperwork that the people you hired were U.S. citizens and not illegal? Yes. Okay, well, you know that's done then. No, I, I know it's, no, it, it's not always done. That's the point. 
is the compliance rate in Alabama is something like 40%, I want to say, because it's, labor- it's laborious. It takes time. It takes money. And so a lot of people don't do it. And if you remember 2011 or so when Alabama was trying to pass that uh, the Tough Immigration Act, you had farmers come out and say, hey, on TV, if I can't get illegal immigrants, I'm out of business. And so we know, especially here in Alabama, not just everywhere else, that it happens and that we d- our ag industry here in Alabama depends on illegal immigrants just as much as anywhere else. But would you agree and, 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 if we would fix the problem, which the Constitution tells the federal government to fix, it kind of solves mm-hmm. all the in- imperfections of the human beings in the hypocritical way they approach it. If you have to come into this country only if you come through legally or we can prove that you are seeking asylum, these, these people who hire the illegals, we would find out once and for all if it really is true that they can't function without them because they wouldn't be available to them. Yeah, and I don't have a problem yeah, with yeah. that, Jason, because we, yeah. we have to do that here. Uh, I've had to do that in other businesses. And if people are, are not doing their paperwork uh, and they're breaking the law, they need to be charged. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. I'm for enforcing the immigration laws on those who hire them, on on those that are trying to come in illegally. I wish we would comprehensively yep. Yep. have our government do one of the few things that the Constitution says that they are supposed to do. Yep. And um, so I think we agree on that. I appreciate your call. Bottom of the hour, more Rick and Bubba coming up next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Thirty-five minutes past the hour of the Rick and Bubba Show. Thank you for being with us today. Your phone calls are coming in at eight six six. We'd be big doing a lot of phone calls today. Enjoy these times. Uh, I do want to point you to this. Uh, I mean, guys, I got news for you. Football season is here. It's here. Uh, I mean, two weeks. We got we got something rolling. And uh, yeah. so so anyway, if you are Hard looking life. to be doing some tailgating, uh, you you're, you're certainly going to be doing a lot of grilling. You may tailgate there at the stadium. You may just be cooking at home as you you know watch on the big screen, which is my preference anyway. Uh, Butcherbox.com slash Bubba is the answer, and you talk about having delicious nutrient-rich proteins, you will taste the difference. They, they are so good. 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken. We had some of the chicken last night. Fantastic. Heritage-bred pork. You'll love it. And that wild-caught Greg's favorite, Alaskan uh, sockeye oh. salmon. Man, it's good. And I uh, got that deep orange look Sock it to, to me. Yeah, sock it to you. <laughs> so anyway, right now, if you've never done butcherbox.com slash Bubba, we love it, but if you've never done it, Right now, you do your first order. Go to butcherbox.com slash Bubba. If you're a new member, you get $20 off your first box. Okay, and we're always talking about free shipping here. You get two pounds of ground beef, and you get two pounds of their bacon. I mean, two packs of their bacon. Their bacon is so very good. Butcherbox.com slash Bubba. Again, $20 off uh, first box, and you get um, uh, two pounds of ground beef and two packs of bacon with whatever you order. And there's about 20 different cuts of meat to choose from. Figure about $6 a meal. And when you compare quality to quality, that's a deal. Also, rickandbubba.com under the sponsors button. Uh, to Dothan, uh, News Talk 103.9, Cynthia standing by. Hey, Cynthia. Hello. Hey. Good morning. Hey, how are you today? I'm good. Thank you. Uh, enjoy listening to your program. Thank, Thank you. But I, I just wanted to say that no matter... What President Trump says, what President Obama says, what the media says, it still boils down to individual responsibility. We are responsible for our actions, 
and we can't blame it on somebody else. True. Uh, that, that's, can't blame it on mama. Can't blame it on no, anybody but no, ourselves. Yeah, no, you're right, and and that that's a lost uh, truth in our society. Everything is always right. somebody else's fault. Even with these mass shootings, you want to know who really is to blame? The two people who did the shooting. Yeah, and uh, as Jason pointed out previously, words matter, but actions matter too. Oh yeah, we are. we act like actions just get a pass in some yeah. of these things. Well, yeah, I've had a lot of people tell me things, but they didn't do them. So what they did was actually the truth. All right. So, uh, so that I mean, so I would I would think actions, words are important. They are, and, and the Bible's clear about that. If you can control your tongue, you've really probably wiped out a lot of your problems. Uh, and um, I, I like also when the Bible said, "Where words are plentiful, sin is not absent." Uh, but uh, <laughs> yeah. but but uh, but but I will say this: your actions ultimately determine, though, what the truth is or isn't. And we talk about that a lot. Uh, to the phones we go. Uh, let's go to uh, John out of Greenville. John, welcome to the Rick and Bubba Show. How are you today? Hey, hey, Rick and Bubba. How are y'all today? We're great. Good. Um, it, it's funny that I'm I'm hearing what Jason said, and then I'm seeing what I see on the news. And honestly, y'all, I try to stay away from the TV. I don't I don't even own a TV anymore. But I, I've watched what's been going on the past couple of days, just to try to get a grip of what's going on. And I like what y'all said, that it's an individual responsibility. But how can you stand back and hear and see what the Democratic Party and the left are saying and doing? They're saying things, and then they are acting, and then everybody wants to point the finger at Trump. Well, I don't see anyone that supports a Democratic candidate getting the crap beat out of them. What I see is, is Trump supporters... Anywhere they go, no matter what they do, if they're wearing a Trump hat or a Trump T-shirt, physically gets assaulted. Well, yeah, I, and I, in all fairness to Jason, and because that's the way things should be, what we had with Jason was a conversation, which we've kind of lost that art in this country, and I appreciate him handling in a way that actually uh, it was a breath of fresh air. But he did say, in all fairness to Jason, he said what Obama and Eric Holder did were equally as uh, important as what Trump is doing, that – any of these people, Democrats, Republicans, who are in places of power, when you rebel rouse people, it does matter. Uh, but I, I agree with you. The Democratic Party uh, and their falling all over themselves and their just hysteria involving what they deem to be the mean and out-of-control Trump is hypocritical because they are some of the meanest, most vicious human beings you'll ever encounter if you have the audacity to disagree with them. So, uh, so yeah, but I, I, I think, you know, I asked that question directly. I think Jason was talking about it, uh, you know, saying that it would matter if anyone does these things and says these things. But when it comes to Trump, there's so many things you can certainly uh, hold him accountable for, but you just make sure that everything you're saying about him is actually correct and truthful. And there's plenty that you can talk about that would be correct and truthful uh, without exaggerating or making up adding two things that he said to make them sound more extreme than they were. But, again, he's not the greatest communicator at times, and, and he could do a better job with his presentation. There's no doubt about that. Uh, but the Democrats certainly do not have the upper hand on how to be kind, gentle, and respectfully disagree. Oh, goodness. They, they, show, they show no signs of that. Uh, and, and I think that they, along with the rhinos, they are Dr. Frankenstein. They created Donald Trump. <laughs> they did. And now they don't want to take responsibility for that. But you had a, an American society that got sick and tired of what the Democratic Party 
and the establishment Republicans were doing, and they went extreme on you. And so you guys all created Monster Trump. Yeah. Yeah. You did. Uh, 866, we be big. Uh, let's go to an anonymous caller. Uh, welcome to the program. Go ahead. Green Acres. Thanks welcome. for the call. Uh-uh. I just want to respond about that guy saying that pretty much if illegals left the agriculture industry that a lot of companies would fall. Well, there are programs, temporary work programs from for people that come from Central America for agriculture jobs. One of the biggest programs is the H-2A. You can look it up if you like. They come for nine, ten months out of the year, and then they go back. It's directly or made for agriculture jobs, but to the outside eye, they might just look like illegals because they are Hispanic, but a lot of them are not. Yeah, well, Bubba made the point, and I do not know. I'm, I'm certain there are people who hire illegals, and they know they're hiring illegals. I know that goes on. I'm not a child. However, right. however... Uh, I think to your point, to assume when you see an Hispanic work crew that they've done something illegal is is not always right because of the programs that we do have. And to your point, if we went back to what the central government is supposed to do and protect the borders, these types of programs would still be available to some of these agricultural and labor jobs that I talk to people all the time. And you still got to do what's right. Don't misunderstand me. There's never an excuse to do the wrong thing, to break the law, or to sin, uh, if you're you know a faith base. However, I, I hear from them all the time, and maybe these programs like this are the answer. And and we just have to be real that they can't find Americans who want to work. Uh, and oh, they, they, I mean, right. they, I mean, they've made the commitment. I want to hire Americans and give them a job. But when it comes to laying rock and and doing brick and and uh, and and doing agricultural hard work. A lot of Americans either won't do it or when you hire them, they won't stick with it and they won't show up and they're not dependable. Uh, now, that is not an excuse to hire illegals and it's not an excuse to not protect the border, but maybe a program like you're mentioning could be um, uh, one of the solutions that we could continue to use. Well, l- let's be clear, though. If you have an H-2A visa yeah. that allows you to come into the country for temporary or seasonal work, mm-hmm. most of the time agriculture, as right. you pointed out, you're not illegal. That's correct. You, you you have followed the law. No problem with that. Right. Yeah, and there's no problem with that at all. And if you're using one of those programs and everybody's doing what we require, there's certainly nothing wrong with that. Uh, and you're right. We assume that every time we see a crew that they must be illegal, and sometimes they are, but but not every time. And, Rick, uh, the last numbers that were available on the H-2A program uh, 2015, there were approximately 140,000 temporary agricultural workers under that program, and they could stay as long as 10 months in most cases without going back home. We continue. And you know it's a lot higher now. Oh, yeah, sure. Uh, we continue Kayla in Alabama. Kayla, go ahead. Welcome to the program. Hi. Um, I was just wanting to talk about the process that it is to take and become legal in America, in which with a lot of the research that I've done on these governmental websites, on these educational websites, I found that a lot of the illegals that come into America – come by plane on a visa that lasts a couple of months to maybe a year. Mm-hmm. Those visas cost around like $200 and then they get here and they have to pay 
or get up the money to pay for a green card, which can cost anywhere from $900 to $1,200. So they get these low-paying jobs, and they have to save up little by little to get them. And then that doesn't guarantee them the acceptance of having a green card. Like, for personal reasons, my family has been affected by it. I have an uncle who was here for 13 years and went through that process just to become legal, and they almost denied him because he had a DUI. And that's something that a lot of Americans do get. A lot of Americans have DUIs on their records. So for them to be like, we're going to deny you because of this, that's unfair to them. Because if you're going to deny them uh, from being entered when they're going through the legal process to become legal because of something a lot of Americans have, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but when you're trying to come from another country, yeah, I agree. It, it, it is a different standard. You, you have to, you have to absolutely be on your best behavior. You got to. Yeah, and I'm not. You got to. I understand we all make mistakes, and but mistakes do matter. And if you're trying to get into this country, uh, you're making it more difficult on yourself if you have that in your on your record. And it is different uh, as opposed to a citizen who is already an American. We'll be back. More Rick and Bubba next. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. It is eight minutes now to the top of the hour of the Rick and Bubba show. Thank you for being with us today. Uh, all right, so if you want to join us, we'll get some more phone calls coming up next next hour. I, I'm not familiar with, the, with this artist, um, but I'm sure I've heard some of his music. Um, and this is this is really right out of the handbook when people try to figure out what we do for a living and, and being people of faith and, and all of this. And we've made the, the, the same point that this rapper is trying to make to the music industry. Uh, it says this Christian rapper has the number one album right now. Um, and, uh, and a lot of the industry, are, they're kind of scratching their head uh, and saying, you know, how has this guy... Now, here's an odd thing that maybe the industry might, might want to think about. It could be... It could be uh, that this artist has put out songs and beats and a rhythm that people really like, uh, and it may be if you do that same format with lyrics that are not nasty, degrading, filthy, that people may like it just as much. You know, Now, you don't want to be corny and hokey and campy, and certainly this artist doesn't appear to, to be that. No. Uh, but uh, he says that he kind of takes the same approach of what we have done here when people have asked us before, what do you, you are you on Christian radio? And of course, we're <laughs> like, well, we're we're Christians who do radio, right? Um, I don't know how to break this to everybody, but the last time I checked, the great I am owns it all. Yeah, you know, you don't decide what's his and what's not his. Now, you may not honor him with it, yeah, but it's still his. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, so we uh, we have always had that the point of view, and that's not a dig on Christian radio. I think Christian radio serves uh, its role in the kingdom when it's done right, and it's certainly a great place of worship, and and, and, has, and things happen, and it's certainly used in, in the kingdom, and, I, and I'm thankful that it is there. But uh, what we do is we're Christians who do radio, uh, and, and, and this artist makes the same point. He said, I'm not a Christian rapper. I'm a rapper who's a Christian. And he says, you, you, don't, you don't tell the Christian plumber, well, you're a Christian plumber is what you are. <laughs> no, I'm a plumber who's a Christian is what I am. This is just my vocation. Now, he doesn't do, from what I've gathered uh, from the article, and, and Speedy seems to know more about him than, than I do, that his lyrics don't, you know, they're, they're clean. And, mm-hmm. and, and, uh, but he's got the number one album right now. And I said he's um, gone through a lot to get there. 
uh, and he's been through some some tough things. The album is called The Search. Yeah. Uh, and it says at one point he um, uh, he signed with Capital Christian Music in the beginning in 2014. He's collaborated with Toby Mac uh, and um, um, and also Marcus Gray. And there's a Christian rapper, uh, who the one that just sued Katy Perry yeah, over Flame, Dark Lord. That is Marcus. You know, is that Gray, him? Okay, yeah. same one. All right, so uh, he's but, teamed up with Lecrae as well, uh, and 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 a, a number of others. And you know, I I kind of found him one day, and I listened to him, and I'm like, is this Eminem? Who is this? Because he sounded just like him. Mm-hmm. And and then I started listening to his lyrics, and uh, and realized quickly that it was not. Uh, and we're talking about NF, and uh, he's just got a. A faithful following, uh, b- big time. The more I read on him, and uh, so I've been following him for quite some years. Because having three boys in the house, when you have a lot of the filthy music that's out there, oh my goodness, you try to get them attracted to certain artists, uh, and and they all like NF as well. So we have, you know, anytime he has an album that drops or a new single, we're always playing it or whatever, and have followed him along. And he just had an album at the end of July that we're talking about, the search that. Uh, that was uh, that was released, and it's the one that's breaking all the records, and it's got the music industry scratching their head, going, "How can this guy be beating Chance the Rapper and all these other ones when he doesn't have filthy lyrics? He yeah. doesn't, you know, he's not talking about certain subjects. How how's that possible?" And I th- I thought it was just a pretty interesting read of the article was talking about his history, what the album focused on, and the and the fact of of. You know, he's a Christian rapper with clean lyrics, and he's number one, and they can't believe it. Do you think um, – What I'd, happened to Old Town Road? I thought that was number yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened to huh? That thing had locked in forever. Yeah. <clears throat> but, but, but here, let's go back to this What again. a ridiculous song. It is. It really Goodness is. gracious. Let's go back to this again, though. So I, I guess I guess there are people that say, I want a nasty song. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I want nasty lyrics. I want the nastier the better. But don't you think the majority of people say if it's a really good song with a really good hook, <clears throat> I would enjoy it as much. Let's let's say you don't have any convictions. Like he said, I don't make music for Christians. I just make music for people. Right. You know, and 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 so let's say you don't even you you don't have any issue about what the lyrics are. Yeah. Okay, let's say there's no, oh, I don't like that song, but I can't tolerate those lyrics because of my face. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Let's just say you're out there being, I'm a consumer of music. Are there that many people that really care? You know, wouldn't they like the song just as much if it wasn't nasty? I think, I think and you're it all over this. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and so what he said is, I'm just doing good songs. No one's saying, well, that's a great song, but it's too clean for me. You're right. right. I, mean, right. I, I think a lot yeah. of the people that go nasty, that? it falls under the category that Greg always brings up, and that's I'm just trying to be sharp. I'm trying to live like the world lives. I'm trying to do what they do. Yeah. I, 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 that's me. Well, yeah. well, it may be that they're nasty because their songs are nasty because they are nasty. Right. You, yeah, know, right. you know, you're but, right. But I'm just talking, if you went stra- stra- strategic mm-hmm. and you said, I want to sell the most amount of music I can sell, are your sales hurt if it's not nasty? I think the movie industry proves your point. Mm-hmm. Right. I yeah. mean, I really do. I think yeah. the Avengers movies and yeah. stuff like that, 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 they could go nasty if they wanted to and mm-hmm. probably still sell a ton. Yeah. But they don't, and they, I think they sell more because of it. And I think what you see is you see, um, you know, and I'm just going to say that the contemporary Christian artists, you know, they are all so talented now and they're getting so good that they're breaking into the mainstream playlist of the top 40 stations and your pop stations for uh, for instance like uh 
God only knows uh, for king and country. You can hear that if you turn to your top 40 station. It's right there in the middle of the playlist now. And and I think you're seeing more of that. NF is another example of that where, I mean, it's 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 good music, you know, that fits that that category. Uh, and I'm but, not familiar with but I want to ask you this question. I'm sorry I've jumped you because we're about uh-huh. to run out of time. I don't want to ask it. But I know with Toby Mac, yeah. with, with Lecrae, uh, with King and Country, their lyrics though are going to be God honoring and faith based. Yeah. Correct. Is this guy just a clean rapper? That he doesn't really say anything about no, Christ no, or no, no, no. He he talks about his faith and okay. how it's how it's helped him through some of his dark past, uh, yeah. so he, uh, his struggles and, right. and everything. But he's very open about mental illness, uh, about um, uh, you know some of the the issues that he's had in the past. He's he's pretty honest in his lyrics. He was abused by a stepfather. Yeah, um, and, and so, so his mom died of yeah. a drug overdose. And all right, that. and so and he sings a lot about that. But it's um, it, it is it is good music, and it's something that um, I think was good for my boys, just to, for another artist that they could go to. Um, that you don't have to be like, what are you listening to, son? Yeah, well, and, and it goes back to you know, it, it can't be not as good as the other stuff and when it's just as good right if you're choosing the other you're just choosing the other by choice it's not that other things aren't available yeah. rick and bubba rick and bubba feels like i got wings lot of people in my face but i can't hear a thing it's like my head's up in the clouds heads up in the clouds and i ain't coming down no proving daily that common sense is a superpower. American heroes, Rick and Bubba. What are you out your mind? You must be out your mind. Just turn the music off. Turn the music off. Six and a half minutes past the hour from the broadcast plaza and teleport. Another hour of the Rick and Bubba show. 25 years strong now. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, Helmsy, Eddie Van Adler, Team Rick and Bubba on the field, ready to go. Diamond Dale takes your phone calls at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Welcome back. Bill Bubba Bussin. Rick, glad to be here. Thank all of you for being part of this big party we call the Rick and Bubba Show. We, we, we call the Rick and Bubba Show. Bubba, here is the headline. Monica Lewinsky produced season of American Crime Story. The topic, the Clinton scandal, and says that this is set to air before the 2020 election. FYI, Mike's Greg's up. Okay. I just want you to know that. What did you just say? His Greg's mic is up. You do, do you know what you said? That's not what you wow, said. That was, what I say? God, was that was, boy, that was weird. You said say? Mike's Greg's up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. You, I need you, to you go. had FYI, Mike's <laughs> Greg's up. I need to lay on the couch. Yeah, I am. Mike's <laughs> Greg's up. Speedy, <laughs> look. I, I think we might need to implement this. Sometimes you just need to take a segment off. All right, let me ask well, you but I, I didn't know I was doing anything Look, you gave a ton on the NF story. You did. I'm done. You carried it. You carried it. Cut me off. Who's MF? I'm leaving. No. Oh, Greg. It's N N F. That's Nathan. Ma- that's Massey NF, Ferguson. Greg. Nathan right. Firstein. That's good. Yeah. Hey, Speedy. <laughs> I'm done. Don't talk. Speedy, to me. look at me. No. Take a break. Look at one. one. At one point, the come at one, back at nine thirty. At one point, yeah. your house will be sold. <laughs> And this will be behind you. Rick is passionate about it. Too. I, by the way, in, instead of selling my house, Greg, F- FYI, Mike's Greg's up. <laughs> instead of selling my house, I'm actually going to go on air and, and try to help sell 
the, the people's house that has a contract on mine. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's that who's holding you up. Man. Yeah. So if I'd like to, if anybody's looking for a nice home in Helena, a very reasonable price, uh, it's close to the high school. Yeah. Uh, it's just got a wonderful family in it right now. Email me. I'm going to help sell their house. Yeah, that's because you they know are what? wonderful people, and, and they are ready to move. When you're trying to sell your house house and you get a good offer on it, you'll learn the word contingency is a cuss word. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, yes. contingency. Yeah, so what What I think you need to do, yeah, you got you got to sell it because aren't, aren't we cruising towards Speedy <laughs> having to move I twice? Said that. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah, Rick, that's where it's looking. Sometimes you have to do that, but oh, wow. Every time. Hey, I by the way, every time. And, and, I have tried to I've avoid never, that I, I every, time. every time. I can't do that. I'm 100%. And, I can't do that. And rental property. My gracious! Oh, a little stipulation. Called about. I've called about that a little bit. Are you going to have to move twice? I, well, it's looking that way, but it's it's weird. No. It's like anybody over the age of eighteen has to be pre-approved. It's fifty dollars there, fifty dollars there. You got this, two hundred dollars. You, you mean it's $50 like dollars a dog? Good, and I understand. <laughs> Mike's I Greg's under, up. I understand. Yeah, Mike's Greg's up. I understand. That could be a new song, by the way. <laughs> yeah, Mike's Greg. Greg up. Did you see Rick's face? He goes, "What did you just say?" <laughs> <laughs> I thought I wasn't talking. I'm good. No. I'm done. But I, I just. Know about this house thing because well, we I want it to be over because it's killing you. I thought we were going to a story. No, I'm we really going talk. to Lewinsky Monica. Y'all, I'm, you look, you've already warned me. Mike's Greg's up. I can't do yeah. that story. I can't do that yeah, now. You're up my goatee. Uh, it, yeah, I got but, blood in the water. Hey, yeah. I'm singing him out. <laughs> hey, hey, you talk about on that Monica Lewinsky. Here she comes again. with they going to do the special again? The Clintons cannot get away from that story. I know it. No. How it, many times we're going to tell that story? We we got it. Okay. Right. We, hey, we know what happened. We yeah. got it. All of us are terribly uncomfortable. Yes. And and why he's so it's going to be the whole season, right? FX announced Tuesday that the third season of the Emmy nominated series will focus on Bill Clinton's impeachment, and it is being produced by Monica Lewinsky, who ought to know a little bit about the story. Well, I go back to this again. Yeah. I go back to this again. I watched. I can't even remember what it was. It was maybe it was CNN of all places. Couldn't have been, but it was it was something where they went to one of these channels on cable, where they went back and they would do different eras different presidencies right and they did his and they unpacked this in every single detail the whole impeachment the whole deal why why it, you know and so is, is there is there anything left on this <laughs> that's story? what i'm saying yeah because we've already had a special on it and look well, there's a lot of people not familiar with it, I guess so, especially yeah. from her side and hillary clinton is not running this time there's no need to destroy her chances again. right that's we've true. done the same thing with oj yeah, well, as we a matter of fact, O.J. was the uh, the season before, so this is being stacked in with the O.J. crimes. Right oh, the wow. Way. <laughs> mm, <right. laughs> will, will the Democrats ever say, based on the way we feel about the treatment of women, we must declare officially as a political party that we find Bill Clinton to be grotesque? Well, I mean, well, you can't, Rick. It doesn't count when you get to go back. See, they, right. if they'd have done it then, they might have solved some of their problems now. But well, what didn't I, do it. Well, what I thought is, I thought now though, we go through history if we oh, find anything, yeah. we're we're that, pulling monuments down. That's we're doing it, anything. That's who you are forever. Well, it's hey, different with Bill. Hey, I was going down there, you know. <laughs> but uh, so it looks like it's coming back again. Yep. I, I don't know why we want to hear the story again, but I know it's really uncomfortable. Yeah. But but now I understand Monica Winsky. She she's got this is just a gig. Yeah, she this is her. This is who she is. What she does for a living. Talk about this. Put yeah, the dress would, on display. You, mm-hmm. you would Talks think about, she might want to move on. You, you would. You would I, would, I, I yeah. think I would change my name and get as far away from it as I could. <laughs> I, I would too. But Greg, that would require there to be some sort of shame in it That's somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, well, and also yeah. I think this is one of those deals, and not to mention how dangerous she's making herself with this. You know. <laughs> well, go back. Let's to, face it. That's, yeah. 
Let's You're go. living on the edge. I know. You start messing with the Clintons. It is amazing she's still alive. I know. But you go back to all this. You must have really liked her. Right. When someone says, hey, I, both of us. Don't kill her. Don't listen, mo- both of us were involved in this, okay, talking about any, any story that involves two people. And one person's life just moves on unscathed, and the other person is now considered to be the worst person on the planet. And Are you talking about Billy Bush? Well, that's what I was about to say. <laughs> Do we have, at some point, Billy Bush comes out of the, comes out of the smoke and walks out and says, by golly. I'm, is somebody, anybody want me to do a special about my time with Donald Trump? Because he became the leader of the free world, and I got kicked off NBC. Yeah. I, and I don't even have a gig, oh. man. And we were both on the same videotape. Uh, yeah. He wasn't even talking. He was just laughing. Yeah. He was just yucking it up a little bit. Billy Bush, <laughs> he, he's got an axe to grind to some point. Yeah. Speaking of talking, he's okay. writing us. He's writing down stuff. He's, he's writing his talk. response. Yeah. Somewhere, Billy Bush is like, how can, it, how can I be ruined and, and Donald Trump's the president? Yeah. <laughs> you know, Pete Rose kind of started that with me. People that I thought that the punishment had not equal the crime. Mm-hmm. Now, look, let's face it. Pete has not helped his own cause. No, over the things years. just keep and, coming out. About and me. the more you learn, the more you're like, well, you know, bad, bad puppy there. <laughs> Bubba, we're to the uh, point now where what we were originally mad about, Pete Rose, we're not even mad about. Yeah, it. yeah we yeah, can't remember. Ain't, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we don't remember what it was. He has actually become <laughs> a worse person than we thought. <laughs> right. <laughs> You thought it was bad. Just when you're almost over that, here's something else. <laughs> but I, I think I think sitting in the number one slot now is Billy Bush, don't you? Yes. Billy Bush. <laughs> Billy Bush, I think, is over. He has taken the, the throne from, hey, how did I get treated so poorly over this? And and everybody else involved, it, it, their life didn't is just moved on. his whole family, I mean, didn't all that blow up on him? I don't know. I can't, oh, I can't keep I think keep he got him divorced. Liar, I think he did straight. end up getting divorced and all yeah. that. Oh my gosh, he's, he's even I, lost his marriage. Too. I have a Billy Bush update, by the way. Yeah, okay. we're, what, didn't he, he is actually, trying to get back on he something? He is going to. Uh, it was announced on May 8th, Telepictures announced, whatever that is, that Bush would get his television journalism career revised by becoming the host of Extra, replacing Mario Lopez in a revamp <laughs> for the 26th season. Um, it will be named or renamed Extra Extra, and it starts in September. Now, you know, That's not a rename. They just had the word. You know I why, agree. You know why Mario's in Didn't trouble. he get in trouble about something? Yeah, yeah. yeah he just got in trouble. Because uh, one of the – Old gender renaming yeah, one oh, of the yeah. one of the star, one of the Hollywood what? elite – I can't remember her name. Y'all know who she is. But she was talking about uh, one of her young teenagers oh, are yeah. wanting to transition uh, – Charlize Theron. Yeah, right. Right, right the actress. And he said, come on. said, you ain't... You, too young. You, yeah, you're too young to make that decision. Well, they jumped all over. That's right, they now. did. Oh, he, he, he committed a gender file? Yes, yes sir. Oh, yeah, he but, didn't just go, okay, yeah. He actually questioned he, he, he that you actually, may be a, maybe he actually, a, this kid's like four I don't think years that's, old. That's he, why he Billy Bush is the, taking over. He raised the question that that anyone who's not in second grade should they be making that decision about yeah. their life? Yeah, you're saying kids, you know, have they a lot can't of weird even thoughts they can't even age. pick a certain toy that they want to play with yeah. for five minutes. So he had less he, the gender. He, listen, think yeah. about how bad it's gotten. He wasn't even saying he's against people identifying no. however they want to. No, just he, he just, just was trying to that early. He was just trying to say I don't think you make that call before second grade. Yes, yeah. And now he made a common sense point that the left ran with, and He's just said, I mean, they've gone after him big time. You the mob. You talking about the kind understanding? Everyone has a right to express himself. Left. Yes. We'll be back. Your phone calls are next. Eight six six. We be big. Lines are available, and you can join us. We'd love to hear from you. Eight six six. We be big. Check our website too. Rick and Bubba. Spell out the word and.com.
Show 866. We be bigs. Our number lines are wide open. And we got Diamond Dale working hard today, earning her degree in common sense from Rick and Bubba University. Here we go. A long distance, direct the assistance, At the end of 30 seconds, your time on the program comes to a close. Then we get to the next caller. Lines are available now, so if you uh, want to get in, you certainly can. Uh, let's start with Nathan out of Jackson, Alabama. He's listening to 94.5. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Keep them phones trolling. Here we come, phone trolling, phone troll. Nathan, you're on. Go right ahead. Hey, guys. I got a uh, music question for all of y'all. Okay. Um, if y'all could only go to one concert, which band would you choose, Kansas or Bon Jovi? Uh, I would go with Bon Jovi. Yeah, that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it would be close, but I think Bon Jovi. I think now, if I go to Kansas, more they, catalog that I do. They no. look like they did in the seventies, or are they Kansas now? Mm-hmm. Like they were in the seventies. Bubba, let me make this harder: Spice Girls or Bon Jovi? <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> tell me what I you want. Go Spice really Girls on that one. <laughs> hey, Rick, I don't. I don't. One point, the obvious now, That was kind of a bizarre it scenario. Was. I mean, it was. That's, I liked it. Rick, I tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to call Rick and Bob's show. I got a, a scenario I want him to dance. Would you if rather? You, if you put Kansas and Foreigner, I go Foreigner. Kansas Journey, I go Journey, probably. And all these are the classic lineups we're talking about. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, to me, Kansas, it's a one song to me, it, and, and yeah. with a potential of two. Uh, three total songs two, I might like. Two, th- maybe three. Th- three. If you throw Dust in the Wind, I don't there, even which re- I don't really like. I don't really like Dust in the Wind. I tolerate it. it. I, I want like, carry on my wayward son. Yep, yep. Point of no return. People yep. of the South wind. See, I'm pointing no. All return. three of those are good. I'm point yeah, of no return and carry on only. People of the South wind. People of the South wind is good. You need to watch good. the video of them do it live. It make you appreciate it a little bit. <laughs> what I'm talking about is I'm just talking <laughs> about really something well. about Kansas just doesn't draw me. And then of course Bub and I have our Kansas story that is fantastic out of the yeah. last 25 years. Oh yeah. And then it was a dandy. Yeah, I forget though how much I like Foreigner. I mean, they had. Do you realize they had Foreigner? A ton many more hits. hits. We, many we've more. had this discussion. Do you realize that they two are now, and there's one member, and he doesn't even play with them all the time. You're talking so about you foreigner. may get you know, about foreigner, foreigner, and they're they're in the soul. In well, it was it more was, than just people, Greg. It was a movement, evidently. Hmm. Basically, we're so watching. Basically, it's a tribute band. We're now we're really we're just watching a cover band who only plays like say like tribute band only yeah, plays. It's tribute. That's all right. I don't care. Guy sounds really good. The Bruce. Singer. Bruce in Nashville. Sound, sing a lot. Yeah. Bruce. Just like him. Go ahead. By the way, guys, Foreigner's still not in the Hall of Fame. I know. They, they, see, that, they ought to just shut the door. That is wrong. Shut the door. Just shut the door. Hey, Beastie Bubba, Boys are there and they're not. I know. Hey, Bubba, yeah. uh, Spice Girls right now, one of the top grossing tours currently. Sure it is. Okay. I know. That's not why, <laughs> that's not why I called. The guy that called earlier about Y'all, I've seen him in concert. I know. <laughs> the The... The guy called about Trump and the words meaning things. I get that, and, and I agree with him. He made a lot of really good points. But if I were to say the United States of America has rapists and murderers and lawbreakers and people that weren't good, that would be a true statement. That yeah. doesn't make me anti Good point. Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> true. It really would. Uh, we continue. Uh, let's go to uh, Andrew out of Auburn. Andrew, go ahead. How you doing? You're out there, bud? No. I'm here. I'm here. I would last ask Speedy talk- if Greg's okay, but he can't get the words right. <laughs> All right, go ahead. The last time I talked to you guys, I was in Korea, and we talked on the phone and uh, back in the States now, so it's good to hear from you. Good. You nice. sound closer. Yeah, thank you. Back in the USSA. You got it. All right, hey, y'all. 
with the liberals. They're wanting a lot of free stuff. They're wanting government social uh, programs. Abortion keeps moving up to where it's afterlife and taking guns away. Well, they want the open borders where their numbers are going to keep increasing. And um, are we not afraid that once they have large numbers over us, they're going to start winning all the pol uh, political parties and, and um, elections, and then they're going to come for our guns. They're going to do all... Yeah, I mean, we talked about that earlier. It's amazing how they scream that they hate fascism while living with all the tenets of <laughs> yeah. fascism. If you're checking uh, the boxes off, there's a lot of checks there. Yeah, uh, we continue. Let's go to Jonathan Tuscaloosa. Jonathan, go ahead. Welcome. Hey, guys. I was just curious. Uh, I know Frenchie just left. And uh, what country would you be willing to send your child to to do something similar? Uh. Now, are we talking about the good they would get out of yeah. it, or the safety factor, yeah. or yeah. what are you talking am, about? Am I sending them to live with somebody with somebody like the Burgesses, or is it, is it, is, <laughs> or am I spinning the wheel of families? Yeah, <laughs> uh, just like the Burgesses. Um, well, I pretty much send them anywhere then. Yeah, uh, the, the, the I probably I if I'm in the country, I, even France is not not bad. If you're out with the the folks, yeah. I wouldn't just send them to Paris, but. You know, and uh, that, Italy. That would be good. Yeah, Italy. We we England. We, um, England to a degree. Yeah. So um, Ireland. Ireland. Mm -hmm. Dominican Republic's out. Yeah. Um. So uh. Yeah. Nepal. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? What? Dubai. <laughs> I said Nepal. Yeah. I just want to see if you New Zealand. Look up. New Zealand. I'd like to go to Dubai. Mm -hmm. yeah. Would you? Yeah. Something about that. You do realize that as we speak, my oldest son is in a very similar Middle Eastern place off the coast of Iran. What is it called? Um, it's got. It's got. I forget what. I've never. I'd never heard of it. Uh, let's see. Bahrain. 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 B a h r a i n. Bahrain. 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 I don't know. So it would probably be. I mean, just the way they pronounce it's a it, smaller Dubai. Kind of sounds to me. Yeah. Sounds like because they bring in entertainment from all. He's because he's he's coming into being the Wizard of Oz. Uh, we continue. <laughs> Let's go to Steve and Gadsden Z ninety three. Steve, go ahead. Hey guys, I think it's good that they got the elementary school and the golf course right next to each other. <laughs> Makes sense because uh, it'll teach them elementary school kids how to say how to uh, count to four. <laughs> Oh, uh, boy. That's terrible. That was That's terrible. Bad. That's awful. Uh, we continue. Great. Sean in Mississippi. He's banned from the show. Yep. Sean, go ahead. Hey, guys. Love y'all. Thank you. Uh, man, saw dozens and dozens of concerts when I was in my teens and 20s. Best live concert I ever saw. They don't get a great reputation for live, but Van Halen, when Roth was at his best in about 84, had the Monopoly guy holding the big... Yeah, I saw that thing behind his back, man. That those guys were rocking. And there it is. Th those guys were rocking. I was at mm -hmm. that same show at the BJC. Were you really? I was. Did I make it to that one? I don't know. I, I, you I, were off. I think you were off in college. I was. I know. I went to the. You went to Diver Down, right? But this was 1984. It was <laughs> packed. That was back when we had general admission. <laughs> yeah. and they just kept stuffing people in there. <laughs> I mean, you couldn't move. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but I, I will say the music was really good. But, you know, David Lee live is terrible. Well, if you went to see David Lee, first of all, you But could, you didn't care if he sang good or not. First of all, you didn't have any standards of any kind. No. The other would be to, you know, I, I'm just kind of a stickler. If I'm going to see a band live, I kind of want it. 
them to sing it somewhat like the song. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and, I, I want it to sound like what I've been, and, been uh, hearing. And, Dave, yeah. and David Lee, you would be like, you wouldn't even know what the song was till you heard the chorus. Right. And then Michael Anthony, would, he would he sang really well, and the chorus always sounded really good with him doing background, but then it come the lead, Big yeah. Dave would just talk his way through it. Like I saw the Rolling Stones a long time ago, and they were they were rocking. Bottom of the that hour. They were 50. Yeah, More of the Rick and Bubba show coming up. your young days. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Back 35 minutes now past the hour. Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for being with us today. And we're getting a lot of phone calls today, too. But I do want you to know about Casper. Casper, uh, just an incredible mattress. A lot of you have been tossing and turning and waking up in the middle of the night. You're drenched and covered in sweat. You're like, how in the world am I continuing to be hot? I've got a fan. I've got air conditioning. How is this happening? And I'll tell you how. Bubba, because the old school design of mattresses designed to hold body heat, designed to keep you warm. Well, that's fine if it's cold, but I got news for you. If if, if it's hot out there and I'm I'm hot. And then we discovered what? Those were flawed because of what did the sleep studies say? We actually sleep more sound when we're in the cool sleeping environment. Well, Casper knows this and they've designed mattresses that actually keep us cool all night. It's breathable foam. It's not designed to trap your body heat, but to move it on through. Uh, and you also can have it with free shipping. It's shipped directly to your door. You won't believe the box when it arrives. When ours arrived, we, I was like, I, "This what? And then you open it up, and it comes out, and you can't believe it. You can sleep on it for 100 nights risk-free in your own home, uh, so you'll get an idea whether you really like it or not. And you can do this up to 100 nights. Then you decide if you want to keep it or not. And if you don't, they refund you everything. You're out nothing. Uh, but if you love it, obviously, you just keep it. Uh, now, we're going to get you $100 off toward the purchase of select mattresses if you use the promo code Bubba at Casper.com. There's also a link at RickandBubba.com under the Sponsors button. Bubba, we do have an update on the very sad story uh, involving the young it's lady in Madagascar. News update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. Uh, uh-huh. update. news update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. news update. It's a Rick and Bubba news. news update. Well, uh, the good news for the family is they think they may have found the body of the 19-year-old Cambridge student uh, who fell to her death last month from a small plane that she jumped out of um, and it said she was leaving the country where she'd been studying a rare species of crabs. We covered that uh, when she uh, jumped from the Cessna uh, to her death. They worried that they would not be able to find a body because of the vastness of uh, and remoteness of the area and the fact that there were uh, animals in the area as well. Uh, but they have found uh, what they believe uh, is the body uh, of the young lady. Uh, so at least the family ap- apparently and uh, will have some closure there. Uh, but they're still investigating what exactly happened. Uh, they, um, the, the pilot said uh, that she had a headache before the flight. And she stayed silent and never said anything until she jumped up and tried to get out of the plane. Wow. It wasn't like she was yelling and, and making noise or freaking out. Said she was really silent, said she did have a headache. And what they're wondering now, did she possibly have a bad reaction to medication that she was taking? Um, and uh, they, they're, they're going to, if they if this is the body, and they believe that it is because it's right where the body should be, 
that they're going to do an, uh, a, a toxicology test to see if they can figure out it was this some kind of reaction to medication or uh, that she was it's on. A bizarre or? story. Yeah, very bizarre, sad and bizarre. Uh, speaking of that, under the category of hey, you can't make them happy. You know, we had the story about Burger King's new Impossible Whopper. Yeah. You know, it's going to come out, and it's yeah. the it's the vegan it's version of the thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> vegetarians and vegans alike may have a slight problem now, Rick, ordering Burger King's new Impossible Whopper. Here we go. Despite being made with a plant-based Impossible Food patty, Burger King's Impossible Whoppers, which hits nationwide menus on Thursday, will be cooked in the same broiler as the chain's beef and chicken unless a customer requests otherwise. Representatives for Burger King have confirmed the methods that will be used to prepare the patties. They pointed out that this information is already stated on the Burger King website in a footnote referenced by an asterisk on the product's official page. So now Burger King has come out with a vegan hamburger, which you think would make all of these militant vegetarians happy. You would think so. But now how we're cooking it is not going to be appropriate. Well, it just kind of goes into that category. No way to please them. No way to please them. So could, they want their own broiler. How about this? No cow farts necessary. Mm, there you go. You know, we, and, and still, still we, had a, we had a story, too. <laughs> we didn't get to the other day where um, uh, the, the, there was a study. I think it was a U.N. study that said it, the only way we're going to save the planet is to move to a, uh, a vegan style of, oh, of eating because of the – Farming was killing the planet, you know, in their various ways, not only from cow farts, but, you know, all the equipment. But I I don't know. Do they think that plants just grow on their own? I mean, I would think. And I don't know. I haven't studied it. But you have to plow those things over and over and then harvest. You have to prepare the ground ahead of time. That's a lot involved. That's a lot of tractor uh, hours going back and forth. I just really, if I just had to guess, I would think that, that growing crops would use more fuel more fossil fuel that we're going to outlaw under Joe Biden and release more greenhouse gases than even just putting cows in a pasture and letting them eat. Yeah, yeah it? I mean, big equipment out there picking corn big and beans equipment. and all that. Greg, you mean big, big equipment. expensive equipment. If all we're going to do is eat vegetables, there's going to have to be more vegetables, which means there'll have to be more plowing, there'll have to be more harvesting, it's just ridiculous. there'll have to be more everything. It's lunacy is what it is. Can we just say, look, you're a bunch of loons. It's just not... We're not doing this. We're not going to do. Can you imagine? Can you even imagine if all of a sudden the founding fathers, or even your, just your great grandfather, were, were to kind of mosey on back through town yeah. and say, "Well, tell me about what's going on now." Say, "Well, we're trying to cut down on cow farts." Huh. <laughs> they, they, can you, well, say that again. <laughs> what, what, what did you just say? Yeah, we we think we're destroying the the earth with having too many cows that break wind. I said, man, things must be going great. <laughs> man, y'all got it, everything it, covered. It's, I, 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 it's, it's just bizarre. I, I, and then it goes back to the original point Bubba was making. You can never make them happy. No, nope, no. Nope. Be Burger King. Tell the veggie vegetarians to weep and wail and cry and let your customers come and enjoy what you do. And if they don't like what you do, they don't have to come there. Yeah. Wanna, what what you're trying to do now is be a burger place and cater to a bunch of vegans, and you're never going to make them happy. Now they're telling you, well, is, is there a remnant? <laughs> is, there, is there a remnant of 
it if the chickens and the and the, and the cows just where you cooking it in the same place? Look, truth be known, that's probably the only thing that makes that thing edible. That's true. That's yeah. where it gives it flavor. <laughs> the only flavor. I want us to bring one in here and all of us have to take a bite. No, uh, yeah. I'm just curious. I'm, I think it's bad for you. I'm gonna go back to well, the, them, them things we ate in high school that they called hamburgers. Uh, they weren't hamburgers, were they? Well, let's go back to this again. They didn't look like meat to me. Why? Why did the vegans ignore the screams of plants? Well, they just look right know. over them, Rick. They sure just do. look right the over them. The screeching screams of a cucumber. Of a cucumber. The screech as you're cutting it. Rick, I peeled a cucumber alive yesterday. If you if done it deliberate. If you listen, because I mean, don't plants have a life too? I guess. Hmm. Some of you believe we came from some one cell thing. Yeah. Scream about the trees. They'll yeah. scream about them trees. If and Rick, you're gonna have to cut down more wooded area to build more area to heart to cultivate to, to for all the plants you're gonna need. I want to mine what about the that? of all the old growth trees I've seen and tell them that we love them mm. and that we don't want them to die. That's real, guys. Yeah, speaking really of old growth. Well, I, I do. I love old growth. Um, and speaking of this this movement, Greg, we want them to know. Yeah, yeah. that we got we, bad news. They're never going to know. That we, that, that we you know why they're wood. That we love them, personal, Rick, and we care for them. And we care for them. Um, did I y'all more inform Rick? What what McDonald's? That lady needs to pay it real bad. McDon- you know, I like a big bonfire. Go ahead. McDonald's announced Monday. <laughs> that the paper straws that they released yeah. a year ago yeah. in the U.K. at over 1,300 McDonald's uh, in the U.K. and Ireland are not recyclable, but the ones they replaced, the plastic ones, were recyclable. Uh, so we, recyclable? We, so we t- they recycled them with paper <laughs> straws, and they replaced them with plastic straws. But the plastic straws that they were using were recyclable. These are too thick, and they can't recycle them. Dang it. And so they had to admit Monday that, hey, we can't recycle these had straws. Had to walk it back. And, and so don't throw them in the recycle bin. Well, throw them in regular trash. It's because, that turtle that had that straw in his nose. Ruined yes. it for everybody. So one turtle. One so tur- we got one turtle with a straw. So we had, we had to probably pla- find out that was fake. Yep. So we so had go to, you can go to a restaurant and see a kid with a straw off his nose. Oh, all, every time. My yep. kids were bad about it. So. So we had a straw that we could recycle, and we replaced it with one that we can't. Correct. Yeah, we got because we got to get rid of plastic. Right? To try to farting cows and plastic right. are the root of all evil. The British government yeah. has moved to ban plastic straws by 2020 and encouraged yeah, change to ditch the products if they used them. Well, McDonald's said those were recyclable, so they started. They went. <laughs> did I say something wrong? You're leaving you a syllable recyclable. out of recyclable. Yeah. It's all right. It's okay. I want you we know what you mean. That's fine. <laughs> Well, but you've said it six times. I, I, yeah. Am I saying it you're wrong? consistent? You but it's, it's fine. Yeah. What yeah. am I saying? It's fine. You're entertaining all. What this am life. I saying? You're, you're saying recyclable. Yeah, cyclable, like psych, like psych. You're leaving out part There's of it, which is difficult missing. to say. Recyclable. It's, difficult it's a hard recyclable. word. Recyclable. It's like a hard word. Yeah, I recyclable. Yeah. Well, we didn't say that until you said it six times. Well, yeah. it's tough when y'all are giggling. Well, it's I don't a, know what you're it's giggling almost around, like but you, now I know. It's almost like you but got I a, didn't know. It every almost, time I say it's... <laughs> I know. It's almost... The golden ticket seats were enjoying Speedy, I know exactly recyclable. what you mean. Rick, and he was so mad about it. I tell recyclable. you what, it is not recyclable. <laughs> Speedy, if your mouth it. was fully automatic, you only loaded a bad word. <laughs> and, buddy, you let him go. Well, I mean, you were firing it, If too. we only would have done that story Monday when we had it in prep, I, would, I could have been made fun of then and not now. I know. Speedy, just down. Just down. Just down the ball. <laughs>
hey. recyclable. Hey, everybody, let me. Can I just get everybody for just a second? I think I've mastered that. Fast food. <laughs> hey, listen, fast food hamburger joints. Everybody, listen to me. Your average food, okay. Your fast food. You're not healthy at all. No. Okay, and you have a you have a you have millions of people that want to eat your food and they love you. Be who you are, and then let people decide whether they want to partake of your products or not. Uh, you're, you're taking yourself too serious now. You're worried about recycling straws, and you're worried about vegan burgers. You've lost your way. Yeah. Go back to what you are. We are cheap, unhealthy food that tastes fantastic. That's right. Yep. That's okay. what we right. are, right. and we're proud of it. And if you're truly committed to eating healthy, you're not going to eat there. But I got news for you. There's not that many of those. Yeah, if you don't, yeah, if you don't want to die from our food, eat here every now and then. Yeah. You know, it's it's just when you want to have fun, come see us. Try not to straws over- are not recycled. Hey, try not to overdo it. Enjoy our straws. Okay. Enjoy our beef. Enjoy our animals. You know you gotta cut trees down to make those other straws, right? Oh, sure. yeah. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Eight minutes to the top. If you have final phone calls of the hour, try to get in now at 866-WE-BE-BIG. Let's say hello to the Golden Ticket Seats. I got a ticket. Hello, Golden Ticket Seats. Happy birthday. It was actually Monday for J.D. Perry. J.D., late happy birthday, buddy. Glad you're here today. Uh, Allison Akers. Hey, Allison. How you doing? Uh, Brett, Derek, Beth Ann Marshall. There they are up in the top row. Uh, Lee Perry is here. Uh, also, Brandy Bauer uh, is here today. Uh, Misty and Olivia Clark here. And Olivia had a birthday yesterday. Happy birthday, uh, Olivia. Uh, where's uh, the Levens? Brian Briley Reed right there. Uh, also, Shane Bowers here today. Uh, Trisha and Matthew Millwood here today. And Michael Deshara. Uh, just graduated from Troy University, visiting with us today. Everybody takes home a Rick and Bubba double CD today. They also take home a pound of BuzzBox coffee. Uh, the best coffee coffee you've ever tasted, 10% goes to the Bronner Burgess Memorial Fund, so you're drinking great coffee and making a difference one cup at a time. Uh, if you would like to have our um, uh, the one that we have for the month, we're trying some new ones out. If you never tried Papua New Guinea medium roast, we have a – uh, a little beach brew that we think that you'll love there. If you want to add that to your Ooh, order your this month brew. at BuzzBox. If you want a free one, we'll send you a free pound. Just go to rickandbubba.com. You'll see the link. All right, so uh, a couple things we need to hit on the way out. Um, you know, you, you know, attorneys can sometimes be given a tough task. Uh, we have a Louisiana attorney. Uh, now, he's representing a man charged with murder, and he's got a problem because his client, uh, it has face tattoos that make him look like a demonic person. Does it ever. And he's asking the jurors <laughs> if they could please try to overlook the appearance of his client, even though his face, now he's being charged with murder. Yeah, I saw that picture. Is mm. Has skull horns, uh, like I'm angry carnivores teeth. It looks rough, man. So, I'm sorry. So, that's just uh, you can't not look at him as not guilty. I don't care what the evidence. If says. you're looking yeah. at the at YouTube today, and I think Adler will pull this wow. up. Wow, this is going to be the face. Or look at that. This is the face the jury is there asked to go. disregard. He's looking for any, anybody on the jury that will just not hold this against him. Yeah. So I, I'm there's a guy that did an evil act, and I have a guy who's portrayed himself as an evil demonic look something, and I'm asked to overlook all these face tats. Yeah, and not let that uh, affect me at all. 
You know when they usually clean up the – That's going to be a tough order. When they clean up the defendant, make him get a haircut and yeah, shave and all. Sure. Eh, there ain't a whole lot you can do with this. Yep. Everybody take a note of this, some of you people that don't know that moderation is the way to go and less is more when it comes to anything, including the tat world. See, if you tat your face up to look like a monster and then you're being accused of acting like a monster, it hurts. It does. I mean, people cannot look past that. You're also, with that look, I think you're probably limiting your career choices. I believe so. Yeah. There's going to be some some areas you're not. In your you acquittal might chances, Rick. You could be in the circle. <laughs> yeah. you, you could be like at a carnival. Eating fire. Yeah, eating fire. Yeah. You could do that. Uh, have needles stuck through you and held on yeah, something. You know, these needle that. people, stick yeah. needles up your nose. National Halloween Association representative. Maybe even sleep that. on a bed of nails. Yep. Right? I don't know. Hired at all the local Bubba Point, the local horror houses. Oh, you know, yeah. But you, make only, a career, but you don't man. have that, – that's not year-round. Yeah, you got you to gotta go when it's your season. Mm-hmm. Cirque du Soleil has you run around mm-hmm. or something, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not a whole lot you can do. Use recyclable straws. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's pretty still, good. Better. Still trying it, aren't you, buddy? <laughs> still just I, missing something. Uh, Rick, they might as well just hit the gavel and yell guilty on this guy. <laughs> I mean, it's over. Also, I don't even know if he did it or not. Also, Times Square, a blind panic. Hundreds of nervous New Yorkers run for their lives. Why? Because they think somebody's shooting, but it was only a motorcycle backfiring. Mm. Uh, someone thought it was gunfire, and Times Square turned into pandemonium over the backfiring of a motorcycle engine. Yeah, they showed that overhead shot. Look like ants coming out yeah. of ants. Well, I mean, mm-hmm. but can you blame them? No, no. To the no, phones, it's got to be on everybody's mind. To the phones we go. Harold, out of the great state of Kentucky. Harold, you got thirty seconds. Go ahead. Yes, uh, Rick. I just noticed y'all hadn't said anything about both senators in the state of Kentucky being out of service, and uh, Rince Paul let it out that to uh, so the news that he had had to have part of his lung removed from where that uh, neighbor tackled him on the lawnmower. Yeah, and yeah. I just wondered. Uh, if that was going to get this guy more more problems or more lawsuits or what? I think all that's been settled, hadn't he? Didn't he get a, a, some kind of little sentence with that? So, so, yeah, so he, he got some little sentence, but, I didn't, but at that time he hadn't had, lost part of his lung. Yeah, I don't well, know if you can go back yeah. and say now his lung seems to be more damaged than we thought. I think yeah. it's a one-time ruling on that. Yeah. Don't Guys, you this guy Terry tated him. You know <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mitch McConnell had some kind of shoulder surgery or something. Didn't he did. he? Was, what, yeah. what happened? Did you talking about or? Team Mitch? Yeah. Oh, Team Mitch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, the Reaper. The, what, what does he call himself? The Reaper of Socialism? Are you <laughs> yeah, something like that. Yeah. He fell, I think. Who, Goozle? We continue. Jason, welcome to the program. 30 seconds. Go ahead. Hello? Hey, Jason, you're on. Go ahead. It angers me to no end that the environmentalists and liberals use the same arguments that Hitler used about overpopulation to send the Jews to the ghettos and eventually the Holocaust. Well, there's a lot of things that are being said by the the far left right now that, that, that really, really reek of of the Nazi movement, but they're, but see, they're pulling the ultimate, which is to point to others and claim, no, we're not Nazi like you are. Mm-hmm. Well, but not, not if you run the list, yeah, it's, you'll need to back off some of this. Mm-hmm. We continue. Uh, let's go to Keith in Montgomery. Keith, welcome to Rick and Bubba. Go ahead. Hey, consider this in this part of the country, they've got two acres per cow. So you take a place like New York where you've got hundreds of people per acre, so what about those gases and the most hot hot air is coming out of Washington anyway? Yeah, I would right. think I would think human human uh, emissions would be a greater issue in uh, a New York than than cows would be. Well, in an open outlaw beans. 
Yeah, I mean, that'll be to. next. Don't laugh. It, it, it sounds ridiculous. No, you're right. It, it, you got to eat something. Thanks for being with us today. Don't forget, if you're leaving us right now, have Musical a great day. Fruit. It is Wednesday, so the Wednesday Bible study back today on our YouTube channel live at noon. It'll be archived soon after on the YouTube channel and the podcast channel, and then links on all of our social media platforms. If you'd like to find out what's going on with the Rick and Bubba show, two big events going on this week, check rickandbubba.com under upcoming events. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.